0: Hi, everypony, and welcome to the Mutant Puked Podcast. (laughs) We are a weekly pop culture podcast. Every other week, we review the newest music hits from the charts, baby. Uh, My name is Ivy. Today, I am joined by Kevin. Hello. Jackson. Hello. Keeley. Howdy and Jake will be in the background doing producer shit, so say hi, Jake. Yeah, well, uh... <laughs> you didn't Thank say you, the line.
1: What's the line? What's the
0: line? It's the it's the one that Jackson cooked up in his dreams.
1: Hey, everypony?
0: <laughs> That's the one, baby. <laughs> we, we got have... it.
2: We did it. Pack it up, everyone.
0: Yeah. The... <laughs> we have a huge amount of music to review today jake was so gracious to drop in basically literally everything we uh we had asked to talk about so probably just go ahead and get started with that because
3: all right it's gonna take
0: fucking forever <laughs> strap in everybody it's gonna be good we're gonna go ahead and start with matt burridge a uh, a mutant puke host who is uh is is not here today but uh he dropped a new song from his solo project called deadlines I really enjoyed this track. It it like it gave me this kind of um this vibe of like y'all remember in like the 2010s when this kind of similar sound of the, the of the genre was kind of like popping off. I can't even think of like good examples. I just remember this sound being like,
4: did you have any examples?
0: Literally zero. <laughs> <laughs> I so
4: did, like, you just know like this period but yeah, it's like definitely esque. Yeah.
0: And it, uh, so it was like, I don't know, it almost felt a little bit nostalgic to that time. It's a, it's kind of a different sound for Matt as well. Um, he has quite a, quite a big discography. Um, but I think for this one, I really enjoyed it. I listened to it quite a few times. This playlist was so long that I wasn't able to go over everything a ton. Uh, but this was one song I went back to quite a few times. So I'm going to go ahead and give the homie Matt a gold medal shout out matt it's really good please go listen to it i think next we'll start with kevin what do you think
3: well if if i hated it it would be a bad thing considering he's in my band but i don't so i honestly i really like it it's like um one of my favorites that he's done definitely agree with like the bedroom pops type stuff from like the 2010s but it's kind of like an updated arrangement quality to it. So I'm like, yes, this is, this is what we should do. If we're going to like dip back into old stuff, like update it a little bit. So I think he did pretty well with that. So I'm happy and looking forward to what he's got next.
0: All right. Jackson?
4: Um, got to say right off the bat, this is better than falling in reverse. Uh, <laughs> whatever they were cooking <laughs> up with, or beefing up with uh, Matt Burridge.
0: <laughs> I, I would th- agree true
4: i say this would definitely get uh more than eight people in a room that's true but i never <laughs> to be honest i've never heard of uh matt's music before i i didn't know he had a solo project until now yeah it's so i'm a sorry about that
3: well i mean i think he said what this was like the first song he's put out in like four years or whatever something like that
4: oh um, yeah like that. he's yeah. been busy I mean, with us <laughs> i kind of understand what you're saying by the nostalgic like twenty tens bedroom pop. I mm-hmm. kind of do get that vibe now that you said something about that. I do like the uh midi horns that goes on through the song. Yeah. It's a nice touch. It's a nice little ditty. Um I I did not expect the vocal range from Matt, to be honest. I thought I was pretty impressed with that. The only thing I would probably give a negative critique about is probably I'm not too keen about the midi drums beat. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I give it a silver.
3: Nice. All right. Oh yeah, yeah, I'd
4: give it a gold. I forgot to say that.
3: Oh
0: yeah. <laughs> I, meant to, I meant to ask That's, now, now me. that. Now, now Jake is going
2: to be muted in producing. We can all give uh ratings that don't mean anything and then no, he I can try to That's can. not yeah.
4: true. That's a fucking I'll lie. i will give it a silver after it's been published a few times. Yeah. uh there's a little bit of uh boot shine into it and the uh lanyard is a nice rainbow. That's my review.
0: Excellent. I like it. Uh, Keely. So,
2: Pretty much everybody has said the things that I was going to say. Um, <laughs> I am not one for bedroom pop personally. Uh, I think that this was a very refreshing take. Um, just given being somebody who doesn't really like that style. Uh, I like Matt's vocal performance a lot for this track particularly. And I like the midi horns a lot. Did Matt, I, I don't, I'm sure it is, uh, Matt, but, uh, I think it's all self-produced to which of yep. it is. I really like the production. Um, I think Matt always kills it and pays a lot of attention to details that I also pay attention to, and I can hear it. It's sick. Uh so with all of that, I will give it a silver baby.
0: Nice. Alright, let's go. That is Deadlines by Matt Burridge. Breaking news, every pony. We have been joined by a <laughs> okay. surprise new get? member. <laughs> Josh from Properties of Nature. Welcome Hello. to the episode. It's me. Josh Hello. was uh was a little bit late due to some complications but he's here now. Welcome Josh. He had a tummy ache and he
2: was so brave about it. He was very brave.
0: Oh no. I didn't listen to a couple of these singles
5: actually. I didn't see how many okay.
0: <laughs> I listened to most
5: Classic. of them. Can I can I review most of them?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah, it it'll be fine. We'll we'll go through each single. You can review what uh what you were able to listen to we we understand you had a I had a tummy ache a very a serious tummy ache, tummy ache. So. A, a
5: fairly serious tummy ache I feel pretty good now getting that sleep I swear to god I mean they gave me morphine I feel like it's still in my system I feel a little like you
0: know Josh. <laughs> know. Josh or I'm like hella the, dehydrated Josh has taken over the Jake is high bit for this episode
5: <laughs> it's me I'm Jake now
0: all right let's go ahead <laughs> let's go ahead and review the next song we have open palms reach by grapevine gossip featuring josh Frazier. it's me this song was really cool actually uh the the production is honestly what stood out to me it has this like weird sense of almost being like purposely like that older not old post hardcore but like 2009 post hardcore while still sounding like pretty interesting like i don't really know how to explain it other than that I thought the track was really cool. The vocal stuff was really, really fun to listen to. Um, it ri- reminded me almost a little bit of uh, Isles and Glaciers to an, an extent where it, with it being like, almost these like gang vocals, kind of like weaving in and out of each other with like different timbres, different people's voices. I thought it was super cool. I really enjoyed it. And I'm gonna go ahead and give it a gold medal shout out. Let's go ahead and start with Keeley this time.
2: Oh Christ, here we go. So, for me, I actually found the production to take away from the track. Uh, I felt I had a hard time sitting sitting down and, like, really getting into it until, like, two or three passes in because it felt just a little bit, like, boxy sounding. I don't know how to describe it. It might be in, like, The Master or something. And it's a single. You know, it's it always room to change. Um, the song itself is neat. It's like a throwback e post hardcore vibe Josh's feature is fucking crazy. I love your voice Josh thank you for thank your you. thank you for your service doing a million guest features right now you are truly truly appreciated
5: I've been having a good time doing them i am leaving somebody waiting though and I, I feel really bad about it it's i i dude i i took on way too much <laughs> too much work. Why are it's you fine. using
1: this time to admit, like, <laughs> like I, as a conventional?
5: Like, if you listen, <laughs> if if hey, if you've been waiting on me to finish my feature, I'm sorry.
2: He's coming. All right, um, but that was super cool and very additive. Um, I like the scream vocals particularly. Those stood out to me too. Um, I like their scream vocal style. Uh, Overall though, this is not so much a type of post-hardcore that I listen to too much. So I do want to check out more of their music in the future because I like that last single that they put out. Uh, But this one is just a bronze for me. Alright.
0: Jackson.
4: I kind of understand what you mean by being that kind of uh era of post hardcore, this reminds me it's more of uh like EP from a mid 2000s era of that time, yeah. Not trying to dog on the productions, which you know, I'm not expecting uh like high end million dollar productions from a smaller like band, but besides that point, I think this is a pretty enjoyable experience, there's nothing uh wrong with it. I think Josh really did a uh, good number with this with his uh attribute with uh the song other than that pretty solid i'd give it a silver
3: all right all right kevin yeah i kind of agree with the uh sentiments generally all across the board you know the feature is cool the vocals are probably my favorite parts i got a lot of pierce the veil vibes um from like some of the arrangements that's cool i feel like Pierce the veil's not doing it so somebody (laughs) should. oh come on now why do we gotta (laughs) throw stones (laughs) (laughs) but anyway yeah it's really cool i I dig it to be honest in a band that is kind of in the same lane and have having listened to all this stuff for a long time i'm played out on the genre but i think they do it well so i'm going first over for sure all right and josh yeah we're on the um... track
5: I'm biased about it because I was on it, but I do, I do agree about some of the production stuff. I think like if it got mastered a little different, it sounds um, like I would want it to sound a little bit more like open. I don't know how to explain that. I don't know how to master or mix. I I don't know the right word. Open's a
3: good word for it. Yeah. Like very compressed and. Yeah, yeah, there's
5: there's like, something I want from it. I think it sounds good. I think the overall writing, everything sounds fantastic. Yep. I like all the parts. They actually uh uh recorded, mixed, and mastered it and produced it all by themselves. Like it's all DIY, the very DIY do band. So I think they're doing fantastic for what they're doing. I think the song came came out good. I'd still give it a gold uh, gold medal. Just I I really like the song.
3: As you should.
0: Yeah, it's a good song. I. You know, like I said, uh, I really enjoyed it, and you know, even though we had the differing differing views on the production, I think it adds to having that sound. But I also completely understand where it's like at parts it's kind of like compressed and not as open as like, especially with a lot of the like newer production of this. You know, this general sound being very big, being very open, having all that. So
3: yeah. i think like at least I've... for me i've always felt like production stuff is very particular to the person so it's just like the song isn't bad you know and yeah we need to stress that for sure you know yeah. if you like the production that's cool you know i've always had the fight with people over like let lives black is beautiful being good production but like 90 percent of people hate it so <laughs> you know it's okay
5: i need to listen to let live i dead ass have never listened to let That's yeah,
2: insane that's actually insane i actually I don't think do i have either have to.
5: i think i should, i think i did listen you. i tried one song listened to like the first 10 seconds and i was like nope back in like 2012 like i just i don't remember what what they sound like
0: all right i i, I went i went and saved the the album the black is beautiful i,
3: would, I black is is great i would do fake history first it's like the one that everyone loves black is beautiful kind of like builds on it i feel like
0: i got it saved i love both. Uh, I love both. <laughs> I got it saved i'll uh i'll let y'all know what i think sweet um but cool that was uh open palms reach grapevine gossip josh fraser all right uh let's go ahead and talk about veil of maya red fur Uh, Veil vale of Maya, American metalcore band formed in Chicago, Illinois, by members Mark Okubo and Sam Applebaum. Two thousand four uh, In two thousand fourteen, longtime vocalist Brandon Butler left the band, citing creative differences with his bandmates. Their upcoming seventh studio album, Mother, is set for release on May twelfth, twenty twenty three. I'm not actually a huge veil vale of maya fan i can't say i even have ever listened to anything else by them than this single
2: metalcore period <laughs> i <I'd> be anti-metalcore
0: <laughs> that's not even true i literally literally the other day you asked for recommendations and i recommended a metalcore band okay i don't hate metalcore metalcore is fine i just I'm gonna go back
6: and
2: find a clip from a previous episode of you saying metalcore is bad
0: oh it's it's absolutely there it's not hard to find metalcore bad all my opinions are all generalized nonsense you're welcome but this particular single i i liked it i thought it was cool i'm not again not a huge metalcore fan not really big into metalcore but i i don't know out of all of the singles i would say it's still kind of Flew under the radar a little bit. Like, I listened to it a couple times. Thought it was cool. Wasn't, you know, super over the moon about it or anything. I'll probably... You know, I imagine we'd probably check out the album for the for the podcast anyways. But I'm interested to see what the, what's, what the rest of the album sounds like with the context for the song and all that good shit. I think I'm going to go ahead and give it a silver because I did really like a lot of the instrumentals and... Obviously, it's a huge metalcore band, so production's super clean. Interested to see what the album sounds like in full, but yeah, we'll go ahead and pass it over to Josh first this time.
5: Oh, sweet. I actually really like the song. I also have never listened to Veil of Maya before, and that's kind of weird. I have merch by them because I, I, man, it just feels bad talking about this they they um sold a a shirt that had a uh, dance gavin dance album artwork on it and it just said veil of Maya. i thought it was funny <laughs> a couple years ago so i own that and it was the worst <laughs> shirt ever i washed it once and it's all fucked now hell yeah
0: quality merch This is the
5: least. It is the worst quality merch I have ever bought. I have to say, never listened to them before. Uh, listen to this song. I thought it was good. I liked the synths throughout the song. They did this, uh, this like chopped up vocal thing that kind of sounded like, like Skrillex type stuff. And I, I fuck with that. I really like that. The heavy parts went really hard. It wasn't huge on the chorus, but it didn't sound bad. Uh, There was a part towards the end that sounded kind of like Buried Alive, where they were doing that like, uh, that like kill switch pinch harmonic whammy flutter like thing and uh i like that a lot i I'd give the song a gold medal i despite the chorus being kind of not there with the rest of the song the rest of the song was like really good
0: all right <laughs> i like that sound effect <laughs> true.
5: i don't know <laughs> how to is. explain it i don't <laughs> i've never even done it on a guitar before <laughs>
2: just a panic chord with a good old punch of the old whammy
3: yeah you yeah. slap it you just ah! kevin what did you think i have listened to veil vale of maya i've been somewhat like of a casual fan for a while now like i came in on what was that record i think id but that was like forever ago and they had the one with the punisher on it which is crazy good and then matriarch with mikasa like that's a great <laughs> song this one i'm like eh on i feel like after like it they kind of went on this route of like let's do something super weird just for the sake of being weird which is cool most of the time and i wish a lot of bands would do weirder things but i think it kind of like sometimes it can fight itself and so i think some of this song was like fighting itself where like the b- bizarre bleep loops are super cool to hear but i'm just like okay now rein it in and like make it all catchy and then like like y'all were saying like the hook really didn't do that and I'm just like, okay, there's a lot of cool things happening, but like not a cool like song happening. So Silver, good, could be better. Jackson?
4: Uh, I mean, I've seen them live a couple of times, I think, um, but I'm not really a huge fan. Not, not that they're bad or anything. I came to see the headliner. They were just uh, part of the opening act. Listening, I thought it was okay. Set down and listened to the song. Um, took a little bit of time to build up. It's mostly just like uh, that drum, that bass, B, that kind of sounds like a start of a Miley Cyrus song. <laughs> and it kind of built up into being louder and uh, having more to the song. I'm kind of with you guys. I'm not really big into metalcore, but it's. I think it's an okay song. But I'd give it a bronze.
6: All
0: right, and last but not least, Keely, it's me.
2: Um, so I fell off with this band uh, during my deathcore scene kid phase. When they were like, when (laughs) when they were small, uh, I I remember them not having singing at a certain point. So this was a a very large shock. I was very confused. (laughs) With that being said. Uh, I have always respected Marco Kubo from afar uh, because I don't hear it as much in like the music he writes, like with Ale Maya and stuff, but like he is a genuine shredder uh so i've always kind of like kept up with them just from afar just like watching what he's doing i know he played briefly for dgd and was fucking playing circles around the horde so it's cool to see that they are still active it was also funny to hear somebody say specifically something about the chorus because i thought that was like the strongest part of the song that's like the that vocal melody like earworms me really bad overall i mean it's it's metalcore they're doing something that's been a thing for a while and i think that's neat i'm gonna give it a bronze just because it's not something i regularly listen to but like it's good i would listen to it again
0: all righty then sorry i've just blanked so fucking hard i was like staring at the song <laughs> list like all right we gotta go to the next one and then it <laughs> oh, hit me God,
2: not the next no.
0: This one no this is exciting stuff everybody uh <laughs> The next song. It changed my life. (laughs) Nobody. Iron Man. (laughs) Nobody by Avenged Sevenfold. Oh, boy. Avenged Sevenfold. Probably not needing any introduction, but they are an American heavy metal band from Huntington Beach, California, formed in 1999. The band enjoyed continued mainstream success before their drummer James The Rev Sullivan died in 2009. Despite his death, Avenged Sevenfold continued on with the help of drummer Mike Portnoy extreme Dream Theater drummer. Uh they officially announced that their upcoming eighth studio album, Life Is But a Dream, is set for release on June 2nd, 2023. Oh boy, Avenge Sevenfold. Why why did you do this? Why did you release this song? Why did you write this song? Why does it sound like someone's dead playing? <laughs> bad covers and a vfw what the fuck is this song i genuinely i i tried really hard to find anything that i liked about this song because i'm a bit of an avenge sevenfold apologist i like some of their older stuff i think it's fun it's cool as hell they were very you know influential for their time but this genuinely sounds like the vocals are really really bad the instrumental is really weird like it goes from like Some of the most uninspired guitar playing I've ever heard to like literally someone handed their grandpa a guitar and he was like, now this is what real music sounds like. (laughs) It's really weird. It's really jarring. It's super off-putting. I don't like the production on almost any of it. Everything seems super disjointed and God, I just cannot get over the vocals. They have, they've always had such this like powerful, cool sound, like, I don't know if this is even a good comparison, but I've always felt like, you know how in like Tenacious D, the Pick of Destiny, the fucking devil, how they did the devil. I've always felt like Avenged Sevenfold was that energy of the fucking devil part from uh, the Pick of
4: Destiny.
0: (laughs) That's the one, baby. Fucking uh, what's what's his name from uh Foo Fighters? Yeah, was the devil. Yeah, Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl. God, blinking so hard. He was also yeah. in
4: Nirvana. <laughs> yeah, he played in Nirvana. was
0: <laughs> some um, indie band. I don't know. I've never actually heard of them. Well, we should probably review them one day.
4: They make t-shirts
0: I'm sure they're still around. But um, yeah don't like this song not excited to hear what comes next avenge sevenfold why have you forsaken us so uh participation trophy fucking me keely yeah go ahead yeah <laughs>
5: right, i would right love here. everybody say something about this
2: <laughs> oh yeah it's about to be rough it's about to be the bloodbath uh starting <laughs> off participation trophy like don't even need to think about it Click done. The ending. Why did we get this hilarious jazz student guitar shred solo extravaganza for a minute, and we had to sit through almost a six-minute song for it to start getting okay at best? Please bring back like a City of Evil. I know is heavily written by the Rev, and I know the Rev is no longer with us. I mean, the Rev's band before Event Sevenfold was better than Event Sevenfold. Shout out Pinkly Smooth. Oh God, I'm showing that I know deep lore. This is bad. Uh,
3: <laughs> no, I knew it too. I just didn't want to say it. Uh, Well, I said it first. Nobody has
2: to feel bad anymore. Um, (laughs) But this was just bad. Like the Metallica singles are bad, but at least they're using like metalcore (laughs) one shot samples and stuff. So it sounds better than this sounds. And I love Joe Baresi, the guy who produced Nobody. Um... But this is uh, this is what the band wanted, and they served us shit on a on a really expensive plate. Uh, so thank you, Avenged Sevenfold. Uh, I have corn stuck in my teeth now because of this. <laughs>
0: Jesus, <laughs> I'm never gonna get that fucking imagery. Taking a big old bite of sh- corn filled shit. Thank you, Keely. <laughs> You're welcome.
2: <laughs> when you think of this song, think of that.
0: Oh my oh god. god. Yeah. Uh Kevin, go ahead and tell us what you what you think about <laughs> nobody.
3: You guys, I don't know what you're thinking. This is like one of the best songs that ever came out ever. <laughs> <laughs> And by best songs that ever came out ever, I mean, worst songs I've heard in a long time. <laughs> like four minutes, four and a half minutes of like, just, I don't even know. Like I tuned the vocals out. Like when I was listening to it, I'm like, this is not, he's not saying words. He's not singing anything. I don't <laughs> even care. And then a guitar solo came in and I was like, holy shit. This is the first time I've been like, happy to see a guitar solo come in a song. <laughs> like, I, I'm a notorious guitar solo hater there are like 5% of guitar solos that are I think are actually worth it. Worth it past like existing. Like you can exist, that's fine, but I'm like you you need to stop. Anyway, that that's not what this is about. This is about nobody being a terrible song. And I really just I don't even th- know if I'm going to listen to the record. Like it's just I don't want to subject myself to like 40 minutes of this kind of thing. So somebody's going to have to preview that first and then I'll listen to it cuz <laughs> this shit is not good like (laughs) participation trophy and like please turn it around like you don't you can't look at it it doesn't need to be like this (laughs) no it really doesn't (laughs)
6: all
3: right (laughs) josh what are your thoughts
5: oh man uh no uh participation trophy right off the bat right as soon as i started hearing the vocals i was like that's bad that's not good And the song's super fucking slow. I mean, I remember listening to Avenged Sevenfold back when they were like playing on like Call of Duty zombies shit as like hidden tracks or whatever the fuck. (laughs) Easter egg music. And I love that shit.
2: This. No, I was already on the downswing, too. Oh, God.
5: (laughs) Yeah, that's the only ones I I haven't listened to a lot of Avenged Sevenfold. Literally just uh, there was one about literally him using a heater to warm up the thighs of a dead woman's body there's something in the lyrics uh, a little piece
2: of heaven yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, that
5: song's actually really i like song that song is a, a classic. lot those lyrics are hilarious <laughs> and messed up but um <laughs> this song was garbage the I only hope they listen to it <laughs> I, I don't know um the first bit of the song it sounds like they're using like like trap hi hat samples, but it's like straight sixteenth notes. It's like diga 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 diga
3: And terrible.
5: it's like they didn't even <laughs> like do any like rhythmic changes. It's just diga
0: diga diga diga
5: diga And then it drops off, and I don't even know if it plays again. But I, I wasn't really a fan of that. I was like, why is this in an Avenged Sevenfold song? But like, maybe it could be cool. And then the vocals started, and I was like, this is
0: is this the chorus? What is this? They're branching out. They're trying to make cyber grind.
5: This is absolutely the best Cybergrind album of
3: 2023. Wow. do <laughs> will do that. Yeah, a lot of people are <laughs> about to come and burn. I've never listened to Cybergrind back down, Cyber Grind, back down right nervous. now.
5: I don't even know how to define the genre. <laughs> we're getting
3: canceled. <laughs> it's, it's so over. <laughs> no, okay, I said um, Cybergrind. I'm saying Cybergrind. We're not. <laughs>
5: Cybergrind. <Yep, laughs> Cyber um, Cyber the song was awful. I, I, don't, I don't have anything good to say about it. Uh, zero out of ten, excellent,
4: <laughs> Jackson. <laughs> Round it off, yeah. Uh, I kind of like that <laughs> sounds at the beginning, <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny. Participation,
0: wow,
2: that's perfect. I
1: there,
4: don't know, y'all. I think,
1: I think there might be something to it.
2: <laughs> yeah, leave it to Jake to be the one, it's... the one naysayer about events. Oh, let him cook. Go ahead, ahead, Jake. Go ahead. I I got nothing. I think it's awful.
1: (laughs) awful.
4: So, is there something if everyone or everyone votes uh, participation for a song? It's a a certified mutant puke turd. Uh, I'm going to play a reverberated fart fart noise. (laughs) Yes.
0: God, what a great song. I'm glad that we all gave it gold medals. Uh, Let's move (laughs) on to the next song Golf is On by Han Mulligan. hot mulligan american emo band from lansing michigan in 2018 hot mulligan released their debut full-length album titled pilot on no sleep records uh new album why would i watch may 12th 2023 i don't really know that much about hot mulligan i remember like a long time ago (laughs) it was my dad actually that was like you gotta check out this band they're fucking sick uh, and I listened to them, and I was like, yeah, that's pretty cool. And then I just never listened to them again. I've been meaning to go back, because I, I feel like I always see people on Twitter being like, Odd Mulligan fucking rules. And I just have never made the time to actually go listen to them. Because I know, like, 2020, You'll Be Fine. That record was going around on a lot of people's Album of the Year lists. But I like this. It, it reminds me of, like, movements if they weren't dog shit. That's going to be a controversial opinion to a lot of people because a lot of people like movements. Uh, I used to like movements. Now I think they're dog shit. This sounds like if they weren't dog shit. <laughs> I really, really enjoyed this song. I, You know, to an extent. It's not my normal cup of tea, I guess. I don't know. It's like the genre of being... How do you even... Like, I don't know. Emo is such a mixed bag, to be honest, for me personally. Like... I like some emo bands a lot. I dislike other emo bands a lot. It it just, it really fucking depends. But I enjoyed the single. I thought it was cool. It's the first thing I've heard from Hot Mulligan since, like, God, what is, what is, like, one of their first releases, I think, was the last thing I heard from them. So it's been a while. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and give it a silver because I need to give them more of a listen and more of a fair shot. Uh, because this was cool. Um, I really liked the vocal style, especially. There's just something about that, like singing, but kind of screamy sound that is interesting to me, I guess. I don't know. I don't <laughs> I have like what a creative opinion me. of Hot Mulligan. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jackson, please take
4: over. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Uh, this is a far cry from the other one. I like this song. It's, uh, you know, just good vibes. Uh, I've definitely heard of Hot, Hot Mulligan before. Uh, not pinpoint anything. I just heard of the name before. Maybe Jake's talked about them before. Or maybe other people have.
1: Uh, I love their record, You'll Be Fine, from 2020. It was my album of the year. So, yeah, I've probably talked about them uh, before. Okay.
4: So, I'm guessing I have listened to them before. Yeah, this is just good vibes. I listened to this while drinking a beer at the beach. <laughs> so, you know what? I'm just going to give it a gold. Hell, yeah. I like it. Josh.
5: Okay. Um... I actually did like the song. I agree with uh, Ivy about the scream singing thing. I actually thought the vocals were pretty cool. I don't listen to a lot of music like this or like, I feel like I would classify this as kind of like pop punky or punky. I don't, I really don't know, but I don't, it's not like my usual cup of tea, but uh, I thought the vocals were sick. Uh, What else did I? I, I have like, I have notes. I I would say that the song didn't get boring at any point. Kept up the the energy from start to finish. I really liked the chorus. I thought it was catchy as hell, and the production was was really good in my opinion. I I give it a silver medal.
0: I, silver medal gang, let's yeah, go. It wasn't
5: like my favorite thing, but it it wasn't bad at all. I like it the was song not. Name a lot. It was not like that
4: Avenged Sevenfold song. You guys are dogging on Avenged Sevenfold. <laughs> We're
0: not fucking dogging. Okay, we gave it a gold. Everybody heard it. Yeah, solid um,
5: gold. It even. I gave it a platinum if I could. <laughs>
0: no, no platinums. We we can't. We we ran out. Keely, go ahead and tell us what you think about Hot Mulligan. So I already coming into this
2: single had a bias of not being into this band. Not quite my thing. I don't really like pop punk of that variety. They were really big in playing South Florida when they started touring, so I saw them live a couple times. Fun live show, at the least. I think that they are a band that is putting in uh, they are all into the music and are passionate, which I can respect a lot. But it's not really for me, uh, so I'm going to give it a bronze.
0: Bronze medal from Keely. And Kevin, what do you think?
3: I'm going to close by saying I have no real opinions on Hot Mulligan other than I've seen them around. They seem like good people and they've written music that i don't hate so silver for this one.
0: one <laughs> oh short and sweet you gotta love it <laughs> <laughs> all right then moving right along god we have so much music That's uh, what I, was fellow- like, I don't have
3: time <laughs> to talk about stuff i don't even know <laughs>
0: claire hale
3: by fellowship
0: Fellowship and American post hardcore band it's from Richmond. Follow ship. Follow sh- Holy follow shit. Ship. <laughs> I can't read. I'm sorry guys. Let me let me redo it. Let me redo it.
5: Followship of the ring.
0: <laughs> it's fellowship. Claire Hale by Followship. Followship. American Post Hardcore Band from Richmond, Virginia. And they have some Funko Pop album art. How about that? (laughs) I I
1: just looked them up on Bandcamp and one of their albums had Funko Pop art on it. And I just wanna (laughs) look, I'm not dogging on them, but I thought it was funny. Are you fucking dogging right now, Jake?
6: Oh I see.
4: Classic
0: Jake dogging. I
4: was looking for this um guard, I was like, I don't see anything. Then I looked a little bit to my right, like, oh, there it is.
0: Yeah, I think the I think the screenshot I saw was from their band camp. but uh, they were recommended by Kevin, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good this people. uh, this track was really cool. I um, I think I only got to listen to it like once because of like going back and trying to recheck and make sure I got everything for this week because we kept changing the list so much. But this song fucking rips. This is really really good. It's got like those really powerful vocals. That you would get from something like Kurt Travis is on, but like still unique to their own sound. Um, It's like a fun, cool post-hardcore song that I really liked. I don't have much more to say about it than that because it's just genuinely a good listen. Cool stuff, cool instrumentals, great vocals. Gold medal for me. This was great. I'm very excited to hear more from them.
3: And uh, I'll go ahead and pass it off to Kevin to start. Yeah. So Follow Ship of the Homies, we've... I don't even know if we've had... No, we played one show together, and it was a cover show. So I've always been mad about that, but we're going to fix that later. (laughs) Um, Anyway, they're a really cool band. They do the progressive post-hardcore thing, I think, in a way that's pretty cool. They were really... On their first record, they were really influenced by Glassjaw, and it showed a lot. So their newer singles have kind of pushed away from that a little bit more and mixed in a little bit more of like other kind of sounds, and I've appreciated that a lot. So... I really like this new single. It's pretty catchy, especially like in a genre that I think is super saturated right now. I think they're doing cool things. So, you know, shout out to Followship. Definitely go check out their singles and their last record. And yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a gold.
0: Let's go, Gold Gang Keely. I was
2: entirely in blind other than Jake mentioning the Funko part of Funko pop art i loved it i thought the single was really really fun uh i really like how powerful the chorus is the vocals and the chorus specifically remind me of like secret and whisper like like i know we keep talking about like throwback post hardcore but like this was the one that really reminded me of like Risecore core without the synth, like that, that little secret pocket of post-hardcore that was out there that was just, you know, not focused on the synth, but being like pretty melodic vocals that are high and loud over these chuggy instrumentals with a lot of different part changes. There was one part in the song I did not like that felt like it just stepped too far away from the rest. But overall, this song was like a hard banger. Uh, so I'm going to give it a silver. All right. Just, no, you know, I, I hope this is part of another. Sorry. I hope this is part of another release, by the way. I would like to hear more in this style. It's neat.
0: All right. Keely stopping the gold train. That's OK. That's all right. As I always. To take it personally. As always. Let's see if Jackson can bring it back, perhaps.
4: Sorry to disappoint you. Um...
0: <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Most of what I'll say, I have to say, with uh, grapevine gossip, you know, the only difference I would say is uh, definitely with the start of this. It reminds me of uh, the start of, like, Downtown Battle Mountain. with uh, What was that one song that starts, Jake? I, I know you know it.
1: What's the one song that's, like, Times New Roman? Is that what you're talking about? Or yeah, right?
2: like, yeah. Oh, that it just starts abruptly. Is that what you mean?
4: Yeah, it starts with him like inhaling and then screams like that. Yeah, yeah. Which, you know, that reminds me a lot of uh that time of that time period of uh emo and uh post hardcore, which, you know, not mm-hmm. a bad thing. I liked it. Very nostalgic. Um I would say this uh had better production than the uh grapevine gossip, but I will still give it a silver.
0: All right. And Josh to wrap it up
5: i'm gonna give it a gold because i thought it was cool you know is that noodly progressive post hardcore stuff legit my favorite genre but uh unlike you kevin i am not bored with the genre or (laughs) getting tired of it (laughs) but uh yeah it kind of reminded me of something between like like humble abode and like cat company like i i got like cat company vibes from the vocals a little bit and i like that i wish the vocals were a little bit louder uh, that's, like, the one thing I wrote down. They sound kind of pushed back pretty far, but it's still not bad. Uh, I'd still give it a gold. I think the whole song was pretty damn solid. It was, like, Wah! whole way through. <laughs> good good song.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, the guitar player fucking rips. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't play like that. All right. Shit's fire. Follow ship, good. Move on to the next song here. Lean Beef Patty, uh, JPEG Mafia, and Danny Brown. <laughs>
6: to
0: the Uh JPEG Mafia, American rapper, singer, and record producer from Brooklyn, New York. Danny Brown, American rapper, singer, and songwriter from Detroit, Michigan. Um, On the Danny Brown show, both Hendrix and Brown announced that their collaborative project is named Scaring the Hoes Volume 1, set to release on March 24th, 2023. And let me say, God, I am so excited for this. This is such (laughs) a cool collab. I loved this song. This, I went back and listened to this probably 10 times. It's so fucking good. I love Danny Brown's voice so much. Absolutely kills it. In everything that he does. I also think it's funny. I, I don't know if this is what they were going for, but I feel like it has to be. The title Lean Beef Patty, I'm almost certain is a reference to a TikToker YouTuber. Um, she is a bodybuilder and blew up just because she's super fucking ripped and pretty and funny. If that's the case, if that's the reference, that's also just excellent. I fucking love that. I love Lean Beef Patty. So many good bars. I like the instrumental a lot. And like I said, I already said, love Danny Brown's voice so, so much. Um, giving this a gold medal. Uh, and I will pass it off to
4: Jackson to start. I mean, this song was only like an, a minute and a half long. Yes. Uh, maybe with more context, the rest of the album, uh, it would make more sense, but by itself, I don't think it's really much of a song. It's just kind of like a bunch of noise at times. <laughs> <laughs> like it even opens up like a hundred geck song. I don't know. I like these two, but as a song for itself, I'd probably give it a bronze. I hope the rest of the album is better.
0: Honest and fair. Yeah. Honest and fair.
4: Fair and balanced
0: TM. Oh God. <laughs> Daisy used to say that all the time. Shout out Daisy. We said hi to her yeah. on the last episode, and she messaged me about it. Hi, Daisy. Um, thank you, Daisy. <laughs> yeah, hi thank Daisy. you, Daisy. Uh, we'll go ahead and pass it to Josh.
5: Yeah, so um, only the only times I've ever heard of uh, JPEG Mafia is because of uh, the Properties of Nature drummer Cade uh, showed me. I don't know who Danny Brown is. Is that the guy who's doing the vocals through the whole thing?
3: They both um, have. Like, yeah. JPEG has the first verse, Danny Brown has okay, the second. Okay, I thought
5: I was the same person through the whole song. I thought the song was good. It was really short, to be fair. I'm not a huge fan of short songs, but it kept me interested the whole way through. Um, I like that they sampled like that that vocal thing and made it part of the, the beat. I thought that was really cool. They changed the drum beats up throughout the song. I really liked all of the drum beats, and the production was really fucking good. I'd, I'd give it a gold medal just on like the production and like not being boring at any part, personally
0: go keely next
2: oh boy um i'm a long time jpeg mafia fan i was actually very unfamiliar with danny brown um like obviously knew of danny brown but had never heard anything really besides features prior so this is another feature um song rules (laughs) Uh, i really love the intro and how it takes a sample and speeds it up and then makes this just really blown out beat out of it Uh, i think jpeg mafia It's a really special way of making these like distorted, nasty, like kind of like what I feel like a lot of hyper pop goes for, like really just grimy, nasty beats that are taking things that are not typically clean or taking things that are like clean and sparkly and just making them really fucked up and nasty and sampling it in like interesting ways. Um, I thought this ripped. I'm really excited to hear more. If it's a short tape, that's fine. If it's if it's a long ass LP, then even better. Yeah, I'm going to give it a gold. This is super cool. Awesome. And
3: last but not least, Kevin. Okay. Like JPEG says, first off, fuck Elon Musk. Um, <laughs> For real. Facts. Yeah. But no, the song, the song's dope. When it first came out, like it was mixed terribly. Like Danny Brown, you couldn't hear him. But JPEG was like, I'm going to fix Danny. And he did. So I'm glad that he actually <laughs> did. Because it was bad. <laughs> but now that it's uh, leveled properly... Um, I fuck with it pretty heavily. Um, Danny Brown's like one of my favorite rappers, so um I'm super glad that he's like working with because his beats are just always nasty and the things that he does are just so weird. So I'm stoked for this album. Um you mentioned Lean Beef Patty before being the TikToker. It is definitely about her. <laughs> so just to point that out. because <laughs> um, yeah, they talked about it on the that podcast. I haven't actually guy? watched all of it, but She's yeah, she's just some TikToker that is cool. I follow her. Like she's bad and funny, and what's not to like? Does JoJo poses and shit, so cool. Um, but anyway, the song, the genuine sample is crazy. um I love how it goes like right into the beat after it kind of does what it does first. And JPEG's got a crazy verse. Danny's is a little like straightforward, but you know, it's. I think it's the intro also for the album. So. I'm sure, you know, there's gonna be a whole lot more like with some of the later stuff. So it is a straight up gold for me. And this is gonna be a great album. So watch out for that.
0: Yeah. Very, very excited for uh Scaring the Host volume one. Yeah. <laughs> I I um I saw like someone post about an album cover for it. I don't know if it was real or if it was just someone making a joke, but it was like a picture of—I think it was like Donald Trump and Kim Jong, like walking together or something like that.
3: Oh, is it yeah. The actual <laughs> album was a cover? I don't think it's the actual um, album. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's really funny though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Next track is "Devices" by Dwellings. Uh, Dwellings, American progressive post-hardcore band from Modesto, California. First music released since 2019 with a new album on the way called Little Garden uh, for June 30th, 2023. Have not been the biggest Dwellings fan in the past. I really, really liked Pick Up Before You Go, but most of their other stuff just didn't really do it for me. But this song, I really like the direction that they're going in. This is probably my favorite Dwelling song to date. I think their vocalist has an excellent voice. Very, very powerful, very big vocals. uh, A lot of good lines. The instrumental rips. It's a very fun listen. I went back and, like, listened to it on a bunch of different places, like, other than just the playlist. Like, watched it on YouTube. All that good stuff. I really, really enjoyed this track. Like, genuinely makes me excited and interested. things that dwellings are doing uh in the future whereas before i wasn't i wasn't super excited i wasn't sure that i wanted to keep following the band but this is a great direction that they're going in and i think it suits them super well it actually reminds me a little bit of the first properties of nature album gives gives me some of those similar vibes so
5: that's like a big compliment i think Mm. i think this is way better than the first properties of nature album
0: (laughs) It, it feels like similar energy to me, I guess, is the best way to explain it, but um, I really like this track, and shout out Dwellings for finding a sound that works super well for them, and i um, very excited to listen to the rest of the album, so I'm going to go ahead and give this a gold as well. Super cool. Josh.
5: I'm going to be honest, I'm a huge, huge Dwellings fan. There's not one thing they've done that I haven't liked. I don't think I'll ever rate a Dwellings song any lower than a gold medal. They're just I love Isaac's voice. Uh, Anytime he writes guitar, it's really good. I think he did say that um, he wasn't the only one who wrote guitar on this song, uh, if I recall correctly, and I could be wrong. But uh, I think everything about the song was good. Um, He's my favorite vocalist and a huge inspiration. Um, Song goes hard. It's mixed and produced. Fucking it's on point. Honestly, he he sent me the song like two years ago before it was released because he was waiting on all of the masters to get back for a really fucking long time, like the mixes and masters. And uh, since he sent it to me, I've had that that one part where he's like, you've got me feeling like I'm 10 grand. I've had that stuck in my head. Just like I'll be like working at work and I'll just sing that and I'll be like, God damn, it keeps going in my head. <laughs> it's just a really catchy part. I've listened to the song like a good like 60, 70 times now since it's dropped on spotify dude it's such a good song it's such a good song uh gold medal 100 gold medals easily 100 gold medals you jake (laughs) it's not allowed (laughs) i'll take jake's gold medal add it to mine
0: let's go oh god all right healy go ahead
5: better rate it go
2: oof uh oh, no <laughs> so i am not a dwellings fan in fact up until this single i Wait, was not very much yeah here we go again. keely keely, <laughs> keely out here dogging on someone again go uh, fucking figure uh, woof, woof. Uh, i was not a dwellings fan uh we were like briefly on the same label that was neat uh, i found them through that uh I remember there were like parts of their album that I liked, but I just like it never clicked with me. Even when the single started, I was like, yeah, this is this is cool, I guess. It's just, it's riffs. Uh, and then it kicks up. Once it hit that, I was like, all right, the pieces have clicked. This makes sense now, and I really really enjoyed that. I enjoyed the vocal performance on this single. Yeah, I, I, I wish I had more to say other than I was not a fan and this single was enough to make me be like, I want to hear more. I want to hear more if it's going to sound like this. So I'm going to give it a very, very, very almost gold silver. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <sighs> what does that mean? Truly agony. <laughs> Can't
3: believe this. All right. <laughs> Evan, i don't have a whole lot to say i've listened to dwellings for a while like i liked the what is it lavender town record i have it on vinyl and whatnot so i enjoy it i think this new single is a good step in a cooler direction not to say that obviously that the other stuff was bad but i think i like where they're going with this one so i enjoyed it a lot i still think it's just gonna hit us over for me sorry to say i'm sorry but you know definitely nothing really bad to say about it at all it's like it's a good song, well written, well produced. Everybody performs super well. Just right down the middle of good.
0: All right, fair enough. Fair enough. All is fair in the mutant puke podcasting rating <laughs> system. Uh, Jackson, go ahead and round us off. This has
4: been cooking for two years, right? For a uh, manual, single, like
5: that. I think it's been like two years, dude. It's been a while. He sent he sent me the the song a really long time ago.
4: Hell yeah, this song rules. I like it a lot. Very upbeat. Uh, just all around, like, good vibes. I like the guitar parts. The vocals are nice and boppy. Uh, not, nothing I can really say wrong with it. Gonna have to give it a gold medal.
0: Gold medal, gang! All right. Excellent. Good work, team. Moving on. <laughs> We're gonna do uh, Little Victories by Turquoise Death. here in Jake's music, or in, in Jake's notes. I don't know. I can't find that much. This is your weeb music, Ivy. So I guess I will have to Did make Jake up. No, Jake gave me notes. I guess I will just have to make something up. And by make something up, I mean I literally know nothing about Turquoise Death. I I found them through, I think just like going down a Spotify rabbit hole. They have a song called Don't Look Back that is really really cool, it has like, it's like breakcore but with like cool guitar loops and like interesting vocal samples, uh, but they're also like definitely anime vocal samples so I guess weeb music will do, um, but yeah I wanted to check this one out, I wasn't sure exactly what it was going to be but I thought it'd be fun to just throw in something a little bit different since Turquoise Death normally makes like breakcore-esque kind of music, um, this one was a little weird, a little vibey, but I like weird and I like vibey. It's not my favorite Turquoise Death track. Uh, I still think it was super cool. I like stuff like this. I listen to a lot of stuff like this um, super often because it helps me work, I guess is the best way to put it. I don't know. I am I vibe. What can I say? Fucking sue me. I'm vibing, okay? Little what victories. The
2: least, least vibe person you've ever known? <laughs> is this yeah.
4: like
0: lowercase? You yes. just like stylized little 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 letters all right whatever i'm vibing little victories was cool uh it's not my favorite turquoise death track so i'm going to give it a silver but i always make sure to check out when they drop something because it's always at least enjoyable jackson what do you think
4: um, <clears throat> with the name like that i wasn't expecting what i got i listened to it uh, i like the vibe of uh you know me at a younger age with an iPhone 3 uh watching videos at 144 P on my phone speakers. That's the kind of vibe I'm getting with it.
0: Family kind funny compilations?
4: Something like that. Uh though that'd be a lot louder. This is just
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> hasn't said anything oh, in 20 yeah. minutes. Very, you know, lowercase, very uh quiet, very mellow. I'm going to refer uh,
2: to things as lowercase from now on because of you, Jack.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Very lowercase. You know, it's obviously not, like, something you would put it, like, on the car and, like, jam out to on your way to scare the hose or whatever.
3: <laughs> yeah. Whatever the
4: term it is. Uh, it's something you just listen to on your own or studying. I'll, I'll give it a silver. Count them, right. uh, give me a nostalgic factor. So I'll give it that.
0: Shout out nostalgia. Let's hear from Kevin.
3: Yeah, I dug it. Um didn't stand out to me like i don't know i guess it was just good background music which is good because sometimes you need background music or like driving music or study music chill mu- music to study Some like, music. Whatever, blah 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 you know <laughs> yeah exactly so i don't know i liked it i don't really have a whole lot to say about it other than it was an enjoyable listen so let's give it a silver all right uh, Josh,
5: so I thought the song was uh, cool. I I have no idea what genre of music this is. It's it's low-fi music vibe. to shit too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is that the music you use?
0: Yeah, Jake be shitting. <laughs> Jake, Jake absolutely be shitting. It's fucking um, massive music. shits. I
5: wasn't. I wasn't a super fan of the the mix. It sounded like it definitely sounded like older music, like like nostalgia vibe music, like. Like.
4: My I great grandpa learn. would you used to listen to. No,
5: not not like old old music like 2001. That's old. It. Holy shit. I feel like that's old. I I like the the little wiggly synth. It, I don't know if any of you have played the <laughs> game Astroneer before. No, if not. It's like this like space travel game. It's like it's like a very weird 3D cartoony. Uh, no Man's Sky, but like yeah, it's almost not, like a I multiplayer
1: party game or something like that, right? Like you're e- trying kinda. to accomplish Mul- Mario, tasks in a in a Mario party environment. It's it's nothing I'm like this. Mario
5: Party. That would be wild. I think though. it's actually it
1: just, just like Mario Party. Actually, I think it is. Talking you're talking about, about Mario Party. They actually rebranded it as Mario Party.
4: That's but just Moonbase Alpha.
5: If you looked up Astroneer background music, that's what the synth sounds like. It all the music is very like. Whee- And uh, just kind (laughs) of wiggling in the background doing its thing. Uh, I could see this as good like video game background music for sure. So I I really like that. I think I'm pretty damn sure maybe I'm crazy, but I thought I heard like a vinyl hiss sound in the background over the whole song. I'm kind of a fan of that when people do that. Just that like little vinyl clicking hissing sound. It's always very aesthetic for me to hear that. So I like that. I feel like this would I, I would have rated this a silver if the production was a little bit again more like open, but uh I'd give it a bronze medal for now. But if it if it went better, it was really close to a silver, I feel like it was it was definitely a vibe.
0: And Keely.
2: Me. Uh gold off rip. Oh no, just kidding. A red notes song. Silver off rip. Sorry. <laughs> wow. Sorry to pull the gold back. Rip. Uh, oh. No, I just read my notes wrong. I enjoyed this a lot, even if it is like good background music when you pay attention to it and like listen to the layers and everything. Like, I love that whole loop bordering on atonal, like pretty with some melody in the background stuff. Um, I thought this was really cool. Uh, I had somebody who I listened to it around describe it as um, that one bit from the Fairly Odd Parents of going up the elevator or the escalator when do we get to the ride this is the ride like and i can understand people saying that uh but i still really enjoyed it like the drums just flow the song is nice uh i hope to hear it in context on a record and have it make more sense uh so silver for me
0: yeah i i don't know if turquoise death is going to release a record it looks like they've only done singles. I, and I don't think that this project has been around long. So it's like they have like one There's album and some EPs. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, and it looks like they pumped them the fuck out in 2022. So one of those. Oh, yeah. They've only been releasing stuff, at least on Spotify, since 2021. But yeah. Shout out to <laughs> lowercase vibey hip-hop beats to shit and relax to there you go
2: boom uh
0: moving on get these singles wrapped up baby next song Seraph from Joy and Iris.exe Cybergrind, Metalcore Vaporwave Band from Houston, Texas. You just said a whole lot of words. Sure did. Cybergrind, <laughs> baby. Is this from actually Joy, Cybergrind?
2: Baby. Cybergrind. Kind of. Uh, Cybergrind the, adjacent. Uh,
5: so what What classifies Cybergrind? Because I really... I've been interested. You guys talk about Cybergrind so much that I'm <laughs>
4: <beep boop. laughs> intrigued. The Flenser. I don't know. The beep boops. Um,
2: yeah, it's like when you hear a lot of like synth and like... I don't know like 2000s electronic elements like sawtooth synths and like really like okay. drum and bass drums and stuff like what or just What about the band
5: like, Browning?
2: That's not cybergrind.
5: What is that?
2: Metalcore.
5: That's metalcore with like like <laughs> yeah. dubstep synths. Yeah,
2: that's like metalcore. Metalcore and cybergrind, it's a complicated relationship. Okay. Birk
0: Cybergrind. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Miley
5: Cyrus album Cybergrind.
0: Yeah, certified gold, baby. All right, yeah, yeah. From Joy, uh, last year you may remember Jackson gave their EP, uh, in twenty two album of
4: the year. <laughs> what's the point of reviewing stuff if we can't like give it awards at the end?
1: Because it's a fucking album of the year and it was an EP. <laughs> I don't know what's so damn complicated okay, okay. about that. It next was time, EP next of time the for, year award. Uh then right, yeah so next
4: be... time you give games of the years awards, you're not going to put indie games in there I'll,
1: I'll, what the fuck ever that's not what that <laughs> is that's not
5: that's not
4: um this game's only like an hour and a half long i don't know
5: yeah i feel like he's he's on to something okay go, go
4: mute yourself again please
5: i think you can i'm gonna mute myself
4: no, I'm <laughs> <to change. laughs>
5: rest of the podcast muted
4: let, let me let me go ahead and get
0: this back on track here uh cyber grind everybody cyber grind this track might be my favorite from joy track perhaps perhaps it's very very good i liked it perchance perchance i liked it quite a bit it was very fun Uh, a lot of cool shit going on in here uh really 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 liked the feature from iris.exe super cool shit is this gonna be part of a full release? Is this like a or is this just a one-off?
2: I'm pretty sure know? I think this is part of a of an album coming. Okay,
0: excellent. Very excited for that. Love from Joy. Yeah, from Joy Sick. This song is sick. Really cool instrumental stuff. Love the vocal feature. It flows super well. It sounds really good. And just generally speaking, I enjoyed the fuck out of it. Gold medal. Love you from Joy. Many, many gold medals your way. Three thousand gold medals, perhaps. Based,
6: Not <laughs> <laughs> I
2: remember seeing this pop up and getting excited that we could talk about it on the pod again, uh, just like the last From Joy single. Uh, I really fuck with From Joy. I think that their music is a lot of fun. Um, this song is, to me, one that bounces around the most in sound. Like, for them, it's usually a lot more heavy, but jumping between a couple different heavy genres. This was, like, treading into, like, Deftonesy territory with the clean vocal guest feature and the change-ups in the song to the really, really heavy out. This shit rules. Uh, I'm really, really excited if these singles are any indication of what the rest of the record is going to be like. Uh, So thank you, From Joy, for blessing us with some anger again once more this week. Oh, yeah. Uh, Rating. uh, Gold. Gold gang.
3: Kevin. So I've been sleeping on From Joy for a while. I've seen them on the TL quite a number of times and just never got around to listening. And so this was my first listen, Virgin From Joy, but now I am no longer a Virgin From Joy. Um, it was good. I liked it a lot. I guess the feature is not a side that they're normally on from what I'm hearing y'all say. So I'm a little upset about that because I'd like to hear more of like the way that they interplayed, I guess. But yeah, I really enjoyed it. I think it's, like, a low gold for me. Like, it's nothing that I was just, like, over the moon for, but there's no denying that this is a really cool combination of sounds.
0: All right, keeping it rolling, Jackson.
4: I really liked it. Uh, if I made a snowboarding game, I'd put this track in the soundtrack. Uh, fuck yeah. you, Jake. This is getting a gold.
0: Why fuck uh, me?
1: What did I do?
3: <laughs> what do you say What do you say fuck me for? <laughs> <What's
1: that>? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just, my mic's muted. I, I just, laughed at what you just said about the snowboarding thing. And then you just turn around and say, fuck me, like as if, fuck you.
4: I'll give it a gold perchance.
1: Perchance.
0: Perchance we could hear uh, Josh's rating.
5: Yeah. This is one of the ones I didn't listen to, but I skimmed it a little. Boom. Um, and listen while you guys talk. So I heard it in the background. It's not my favorite thing the feature part gives me um kingdom hearts 1 intro vibes <laughs> like the when you walk away you don't hear me say please oh baby gives me that vibe uh i dig it cyber grind cyber grind i'd say it's a low gold i there was nothing about it that i didn't like
3: yeah I mean, not definitely certified
5: mune puke banger yeah bing, bing, bing. Bing can't take the gold away from this one it was like between a silver and a gold i'm i'm with uh kevin on it uh, play the, the john
4: gold. cena theme lowercase jake <laughs> lowercase. Wait, let's it's say john... if somebody
5: rates if somebody rates all gold and then one of them rates uh silver drop no, the john cena sound to like three fourths speed and then take the voice um the John Cena have it be like what one, if I didn't do it? One <laughs> one note down, so it's like <laughs> it's just like off note, off key, just the worst sounding thing ever.
4: Put all it right. into a G major.
0: Put it into G major. <laughs> Christ. Okay, all right, cool. Start fucking mutant pute banger from Joy. Let's go. Let's move on to clock blocked. Properties of nature, Alucius featuring. Joey Holiday. Alright, Pon and Lucius, Lucius is an American pre- progressive post-hardcore band from Bowling Green, Kentucky. Josh, actually, why don't you uh, give us a little little background on your own band and the collab before well, we I mean, uh, you, go ahead and... What do you
5: want to hear? What do you want to know? Josh, thanks. On our interview, you least, just teased you
1: were playing out new music soon, but we haven't talked to you about this whole Alucious, uh ex-Pon, how it happened sort of thing. So, yeah. Yeah,
5: So, um, Jack actually messaged me one day and I can't remember what he said. He, I think he was just trying to get on a call with me. He doesn't really like texting as much. He's like, Hey, can I call you? And I was like, I guess. And then we talked on the phone for like four hours about literally this. (laughs) He was like, I (laughs) want, I want to get you guys out here. We, we should write an album and then, uh, you guys can fly down here and we can get it recorded. We found out that Canyon lived, lives in Virginia and it's like, a four hour drive or something from bowling green it's like four or five hours I mean he had to drive a little bit of a, a ways but it wasn't like it was not yeah like I've, I've
1: gone to Virginia from Kentucky so yeah it's not that bad yeah
5: it's not it's
4: nice it's the other way around Jake
5: it's a it's a it's Shut a comfy up. drive rather than a absolutely horrendous 20 hour drive so at least there's that but um yeah we started writing I think most of the songs started with three three there's five songs on the, the whole thing Uh, three of them Jack actually wrote guitar for the entire song and then Canyon wrote over those three uh, over his guitar parts just kind of added to them and then everybody just kind of added their own their own stuff onto what was like progressively making the song so are, uh, do you do
1: vocals on any of this song or
5: I do yeah. the the in the middle it's like a take it back take me back and i do the singing there too <laughs> but i do the singing and the screaming it's literally not possible live for me to do both of those at the same time unless i really try else is
2: doing vocals then cuz i've been trying to figure that out
5: okay let me probably the illustrious uh, vocalist i think so in That's the what in like. the beginning i think it is every single fucking person <laughs> except for me because I was in the hospital, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Nobody> <laughs> while they recorded <laughs> it, uh, and then like the first, like that like, the first thirty-second intro, right at the beginning, uh, when it's like, "Oh, a flicker of a flame," like the chorus part, uh, that's Cole of Alucius. and then after him it's Jake, no signs of stopping, that's Jake of Alucius. and then it goes to me, back to Cole, and then. Uh, uh, Joey Holiday for like a solid third of the song. Who's Joey Holiday from? What band? Uh Anamoria originally. Uh, yes. Okay. There was another band he was in that I can't think off the top of my head. It was like a metalcore band. And nobody knows they existed, but the music's <laughs> pretty solid. Yeah. Uh, well
1: that's great backstory. I mean Ivy take yeah sorry.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a good collab. Jake host so bad <laughs> Jake wants the wheel. He won't let me cook. I keep he, I keep I've, I've in the I've kitchen. You cook. I'm day. sorry. I'm trying to let you cook. I'm sorry. <laughs> Every fucking time with this podcast, I swear to God. Yeah, I think the, uh, I think the collab works super well. I think um, I was talking about it with Healy, um, perhaps, maybe? I don't remember. Someone in, someone in the Discord. I was talking about it. I think, actually, it might have been Casey. No, I'm thinking about it. I think the, uh, the collab between Properties of Nature and Alucius works really well like between the two bands um you found a way to like take the best of both bands and then put it into these songs in like a really natural way that progresses really nicely with with the music like the last single is probably one of my favorite things that you all have released it's really really good and then this one does not disappoint either I like all the vocal parts. I think they're super interesting. I like having a lot of vocalists on tracks and being able to like switch up between different vocalists, hear their own take for their own parts. And I mentioned this on the interview with John Benoit. though I don't remember if I actually said it on the interview or afterwards, but uh, Joey Holiday just always does a great job. He's he very does, good at though.
5: what he does. <laughs> He's fast as fuck. Like, you... You can hit him up and say, "Hey, I need a feature," and he's like, he gives you his rates, and he has it back to you in like six hours. Like, yeah. dude, dude's he's, fucking wild. He's
0: really fucking good at what he does. I know, I know, he's got like a very solid fan base that loves him, and yeah, there's rarely a feature from him, if at all, that I dislike. Very, very good stuff. Adds to the song in a lot of ways. I really like that intro. It had me hooked like immediately. I love cool shit like that. Yeah, the whole song, really cool stuff. Really enjoyed it. And I'm going to give it a gold, and I will pass it off to Jackson.
4: That's how you pronounce it? It's Lucius, yeah, yeah, Alucious. Oh, my I bad. I call it
5: Alexies to make them upset. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's the right move. I'm not the, the right, right one, move. right?
0: No, I. I oh, God. The, the first time we talked about these songs coming out i i also mispronounced it i did not know that that's how it was pronounced i think i only uh, pronounced
5: it correctly because of like uh kingdom hearts names having the sh- sound in with an x
4: roxious
5: roxious that's <laughs> how it's spelled and then chora and shriku and goofy. Goofy. what is this bit <laughs> <Ho-ho>. <laughs> oh.
6: shriku Shriko. I choose you. What the oh. fuck
1: are you doing? Did the morphine <laughs> kick in? Hello, Jackson. Review the song. <laughs> uh,
4: okay, sorry. Sorry, shake. I've never actually listened to uh, Properties of Natures or Lucius. I'm sorry.
5: It's fine. Neither have I. <laughs>
4: <laughs> but you know, I like to. Uh, I like the opening. You know, the 40 seconds uh, reminds me like of how like Shokran would open their songs, just like these like. Little piano bits and like little kind of like how do, I, how do I say this? Just kind of like an odd way of opening it. Uh, that I kind of like that way. It opens up, uh, with uh, is it Joey Holiday? Is that who starts?
5: Actually, no, I man, we just went over all this, there,
6: <laughs> but everybody but Joey Holiday he literally went through Made the me. whole timeline. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Sorry, I was kind of bewildered. Nick is ready it. to throw hands. There's <laughs> a lot of
5: people. The main voice you can hear is Jack's, though.
4: Okay, okay, but everybody else's Jake.
5: Voices are behind them. There probably like eight lines of harmonies on that thing, just on that beginning part.
4: I think this is a good song. Maybe a little bit too long by about maybe thirty seconds to a minute. Maybe that would have, probably because of the uh, intro. But I would give it a silver.
5: Oh, we should have deleted the intro.
4: i like the intro i like
3: the intro oh
0: god okay all right (laughs) kevin what do you think
3: i like it it's good i like the fact that y'all are two (laughs) bands doing doing music together writing music together collaborating to create a song and not just like a feature on you know i mean obviously there is another feature but um the whole you know, properties of nature, Elusha's thing is a really cool thing. And shout out to y'all for doing that. And I think it comes together pretty well because it's distinctly like a new thing, but it has pieces of both. And I enjoyed it. It's a good journey. I feel like a lot of properties of nature songs are good journeys. I appreciate that progressive aspect of it. Um so yeah, I'm going to give it a gold, another light gold Ooh, for me.
0: Gold moment. Keeley. Okay, my turn.
2: So, Mind Goblin fucking rules. Uh, Josh, you are my favorite part of both Mind Goblin and the song. It's oh, yeah. very much something about your voice that just uh, draws me in over the way that uh, Canyon and Jack wrote the guitars together. Uh, with that said, um, the vocals were a little much for me from everybody else. Like, having so many after a first single where I was like, okay, I can definitively tell that it's Canyon and Josh and guest feature. I can tell that these people are the ones singing. This one was like, holy fuck, who is doing what way?
5: Oh, <laughs> um, I actually have to say something. When you guys reviewed um, Mind Goblin, there was actually one more vocalist.
0: What? Uh, yeah. There's Jay- another one.
5: So I mean, two more technically. Uh, there was a scream from Mark, and then uh, J- Jake and M- I think Mark did background harmonies under. Christ Almighty! This part How would right I know who's Canyon's doing part. background harmonies? But... <laughs> 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 uh, the ba- backgrounds don't matter; those aren't real. Um, no. <laughs> I'm just joking. Uh, I did all of my own background harmonies, though. I think most people did their own background harmonies, except for on a couple sections. This one and was hard. Thing. Hard
2: to follow with with all of that
6: was the. Yeah, there's a lot of voices
2: rotating door.
5: Yeah, um, it's kind of hard to tell what's going on. Like if you listen to actual Alacious music too. Sorry for interrupting your inter- your uh your thing. I feel bad no, now. Go off. But uh Alucius, uh when I first started listening to them, I was like I have no idea who's singing at any time ever. But now I can actually pick out their vo- i know their voices very well i can tell who's singing now
2: i think i need to get there with with this one uh i mean minus joey holiday and you like you were the two that i could pick out in this uh your vocal choices were stellar uh joey holiday's one part um i will admit this is not my favorite joey holiday feature because he's done 80 million and that's really all i know his music for um, but the one section that is stuck in my head and I literally return to constantly all the time is the... Nah, gene, uh, I can... Earworm. Undeniable earworm.
4: Was uh, it the Benny thing?
2: The <laughs> guitar riff goes... I really enjoyed the guitar playing in the intro, um, but this one... I did not enjoy as much as I enjoyed Mine Goblin, uh, so I'm gonna have to give this one a spicy silver.
5: I, I respect spicy, that spicy silver. Next song's definitely a gold though. It's my favorite. Except whoever said they didn't like the the old you know breathe and then sc- start the song scream That was that was Jackson, right?
4: What? I did didn't like you that. Say
5: that. You did like that? Oh, next song does that. <laughs> next song just starts out with me going and then screaming.
4: Spoiler <laughs>
0: Let's alert. Go. Do you have any closing remarks on your own track, Josh? On my own
5: track, I was I was gonna make a meme and just say say it's like the worst piece of shit I've ever heard, but I don't really <laughs> want to say that. It's just not as funny as I thought it would be in the moment. Yeah.
4: We had so, Avenged Sevenfold Told this week.
5: Yeah, we had yeah. Avengers and Told. We already <laughs> that. And if you guys want me to go through my my three pages of of notes on the whole Miley Cyrus thing, I will. <laughs> I wrote a lot about it. And I, d- I went through every song and I was like, "Bad, bad, bad, bad.
0: <laughs> we may, at the end, I'm not sure though. this has been so much music. we've it? been recording for so long, so: Do you usually
5: uh, run over this much music in every podcast? Because I feel like you don't.
0: Um, mm, it keeps increasing it every time. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it
5: feels like a lot.
0: Yeah, there's also more people. A lot of times it's like three of us, uh, but today we've got like a, a full packed uh, five and then Jake's sitting in producer seat, so a lot, lot more, a lot more opinions, a lot more to go over, so yeah. um, but we'll go ahead and move on to um, Better Way Closure in Moscow
2: Yeah!
0: Closure in Moscow is an Australian progressive rock band that formed in Melbourne, Victoria in 2006. Uh, They have not released music since the album Pink Lemonade in 2014, uh, and the band has announced with this single their next album, Soft Hell, uh, will be released on June 1st, 2023. I love Closure in Moscow. Closure in Moscow is so fucking good. There is... A million nice things that I can say about this band because they're fucking unreal. It's so hard to blend this style, like all these styles of musics to together to have these really like big interesting vocals with these really crazy and like out there vocal lines that just work. Like one of my favorite things that closure in Moscow does, is have these vocal melodies that are so unique and different from the music happening in the background where you will have some like really cool chord progressions and then like maybe some like noodly stuff like kind of back in the mix but like when you hear it it's like those things get stuck in my head so bad like everything just works so well and uh initially when i heard this track i was not a huge fan um, I wasn't sure how to feel about it, but then, like, it just clicked, uh, and I've listened to it so many times. I'm very, very excited. hater. A, hater mode. I got, I went full hater mode and was like, I don't know, guys, I don't know about this one, but uh, I reeled it back. I was wrong. I'm allowed to be wrong. Okay? I told you, I'm vibing, doing my vibes. Fuck you, Keeley. Better Way is a great track. I'm very excited, uh, what they do with the album really cool vocal stuff. I was unsure about the the w- way that they did vocals in the beginning, but it's grown on me. The chorus is super fucking catchy. All the riffs that they have in this are really cool and interesting, and it's just, you know, it's that sound that you you know I've come to kind of expect. I guess from Closure in Moscow, but it's at, they absolutely nailed it. This is quite quite the way to come busting back out after not having released anything since, you know, fucking 2014 you, almost 10 you, years ago.
2: Would you say it's a better way for them to release
0: music after released- 9 years? Yeah, ah. Pink Limited is 9 years old. Oh yeah. my
5: gosh. I didn't even know mm-hmm. it was that long ago.
0: Perhaps yeah. I would say it is a better way to come out the gate after 9 years, Keely, to answer your question. And for Thank that you. I will give it a gold medal. This is a banger track. I love this. I love Closure in Moscow. 10,000 gold medals. Fuck you, Jake. Not allowed. Per chance.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk to Kevin. I like it. It's great. Closure in Moscow is a great band. I feel like they're super underrated in the scene. And this will put them on the good rating side that they deserve to be on. It's real close to like the First Temple kind of sound, which is cool kind of curious on how the pink lemonade sound will get incorporated a little bit more or like stepped off from so we'll see what's to come but i do like this it's a good one it's a light gold for me and jackson
4: well he already spoiled his rating i'm gonna also give it a gold uh <laughs> i've never heard of them before um shit i even realized like 2014 was nine years ago but here we are oh, wow wow <laughs> But yeah, this is a really good song, a really good single. Um, and this is the first single they put out so far. Yes. What have they been doing for nine years? Fucking around. Fucking around. They made around. a
0: joke about
2: it on their Instagram story. Somebody asked, they're just like, why does it take so long between your albums? And they're just like, listen, it's a long-winded thing. We could tell you it's some long-winded. other time. Did one, one of just them get know,
4: doctorates or what?
2: I don't know. All they said was just like, yeah. Uh, it took a while. Uh, if you want to ask us
4: in person, maybe we'll tell you. Teehee. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, come to Kentucky then. Better close your Moscow. Teehee. But, uh,
0: Jackson, did you rate it? Yeah. You gave it a gold? 100.
4: Uh, 100. 100 gold. Let's go. I'm not
0: allowed.
5: Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> That's 200- 200 right. Gold's and one light gold from Kevin. Why is
4: the Discord mod being a dick to us?
1: (laughs) I am not a Discord mod. Fuck you. (laughs) Not allowed. Come on. Oh, my God. You know what?
4: You know what? Well, are you going to leave? Are you (laughs) going to quit?
0: (laughs) Don't bully the producer.
4: We need
0: him. (laughs) Moving
5: right along, Josh. Yeah. So the first time I listened to the song, I I was in the same boat as you. I was like, "Eh, this is okay. And then I wrote it off until I saw it was on this list. And I was like, "Eh, I got to listen to that again. I'm not going to rate it good. And I listened to it in my car. And when I started it, I actually really did like the Whatever fucking effect they had on the, the vocals in the beginning, like the bass followed the vocals and it was really like it almost sounded like a vocoder of some sort. Like, I really don't know what they were doing, but uh, I oh, digged no. it. And then like three seconds into the chorus, I was like, damn, this is a gold easy gold. <laughs> easy gold right here it reminded me of uh like their first temple stuff i was like this doesn't sound anything like like the last album to me personally this is this is a fucking bop super catchy fucking chorus they had some uh some part later in the song that r- for some reason reminded me of like anthony green i don't know why or if i'm just wrong about that opinion
2: it's probably the guitar player cuz i know they do the the vocal like swaps the a lot
5: uh, later in the song it's somewhere I, I was trying to shuffle through but there's like this delay filter effect on his voice i really liked that and i did i did like the guitar solo i thought it, it was it was a cool addition to the song uh gold medal 100 gold medals that's 300 <laughs> gold medals and one light gold all right keely round it off for the let's fucking thing.
2: go i've been i'm like a can of soda that got shaken two weeks ago and somebody shook it every day until now about this song that's- means it's flat. Fuck you. Um, (laughs) This song was so highly anticipated for years. I'm one of those that begged every year, like, yo, I want to be annoying to this band on social media and beg them for their next song. One of my biggest influences, one of my favorite bands, uh, they've never released a bad song. And that's coming from me, who's the pickiest, prissiest bitch alive. I adored the single. Uh, at first, I got scared. I heard the intro, and I'm like, oh, no, they want to do Queen. They're doing Queen. <laughs> uh, um, and then it very quickly goes to that First Temple-esque sound, but blending in the the Pink Lemonade. Uh, fuck a Pink Lemonade hater out there. You're wrong. Um, <laughs> album is, is unreal. I'm just kidding. Like what you like, but also, like, Pink Lemonade is, is flawless, and you should uh, check your opinions.
5: Just to, to clarify, I did like Pink Lemonade, but I liked... I like First Temple more than Pink Lemonade.
2: That's, that's, a, that's a fair one. Uh, but also, I think it deserves more of a chance than the fan base gave it.
5: Absolutely. I think on First Listen, after going from First Temple to Pink Lemonade, you're going to be like, okay, this is not anywhere remotely the same. But it's still fucking amazing
2: i love that record uh so if this continues on the path of blending the two sounds and getting the worlds together i'm okay with it i'll wait another 10 years for another closure in moscow record please don't ever stop doing this until you guys cannot stop uh i'm gonna give it a thousand gold medals uh because <laughs>
1: i can't get... do that certified gold mutant cute banger. banger
0: yeah let's go closure in moscow with the second for this episode certified mutant puke banger
1: Look, i put i i i I add it in post we don't have to keep doing the noise like it'll be in there, but if you funny if though. you
5: line it up it's it, it could be funny I've already done
0: that. It. Do
5: that. just making you do more work
0: <laughs> well, that wraps up the singles portion of the reviews for this week God, uh, yeah, quite oh stinky, a lot. yeah, quite a lot to go through there, uh, so it's time. Now to jump into the EPs and the albums. Next up, Eat Your Young by Hosier? Hosier Hosier? God, I can't fucking pronounce anything. Hosier? What is Is that how you pronounce Hose-year. it?
4: Hosier? Hosier.
0: Whatever. your Young, Hosier. I don't know. Hosier fucking whatever. Irish musician, singer and songwriter. They are part of Home Sweet Home, an organization led by Irish celebrities. Uh, and in 2016, the organization illegally took over an office building in Dublin to house 31 homeless families. That's dope. Whoa. That's really dope. Shout out. That's cool as hell. There's also another little note. Uh, on here, uh, from Jake that says, I think I'm down bad for Hozier. Would you like to explain that, Jake? (laughs) (laughs) I will not elaborate, no. Understandable. Yeah, I don't really think I cared for this that much. It's, it's like, the way that I rationalize this in my head is that Brock Hampton could have wrote these songs better and also had sick verses with them. Um, not anymore. Not anymore. But they could have. They could come back and they could do it. Um, But um, it, I don't know. It just didn't really stick for me. It's not something I'd normally uh, come back to or listen to. That taking over an office building to house 31 homeless families is dope as hell, though. So shout out for that. I think they should keep doing that. I think we all should keep doing that, actually. Um, I think that's a good idea. And um, I'm going to go ahead and give this a bronze medal. Not really for me. There was some cool stuff some vocal melodies were uh fun it's very vibey um but other than that wasn't super interested in this
3: uh this little ep here but um
0: i'll go ahead and give it to
3: i'm gonna pop in because oh. i just gotta say that i just have the same exact feeling <laughs> i don't really care for it it's not bad bronze that's all i gotta say <laughs>
6: <laughs> Let's
5: go. all right there you go uh josh so I didn't actually listen to this, but I did skim through it as well. I don't know what I would rate it or if you want me to. I thought it was okay.
0: All right. Well will I'll I'll accept it just okay. Big my not. It's not a okay.
5: It's not a participation. It's at least better than a participation. It wasn't no fucking Avenge Sevenfold with
0: hi-hat sounds. Yeah. Uh I don't
6: think we'll
0: I don't I don't think we can you know, fully throw anything under the bus quite like Avenge Sevenfold this week. But, um,
2: Keeley, go ahead and... Uh... Yeah, yeah, you called on the right
6: person.
2: Uh, <laughs> wow. What a boring uh, 13 and a half to 14 minutes I had to sit through with this one. Uh, participation trophy. Thank you for good production, at least. Uh, a lot of artists in the genre like bad production because they think that it fits the aesthetic and the vibe. Uh, it's produced really well. Uh, songs were like watching paint dry or like watching baseball as a sport. Uh, yeah. Participation <laughs> trophy all the way.
0: And Jackson. I
4: thought that was okay. Yeah. You know, I thought he had a nice voice, uh nice production. Uh, this wasn't no take me to church or anything, but.
0: Yeah. I can't uh, wait to hear it in
4: Target. <laughs> no, you're going to listen to the new Megan Trainer in Target. Oh boy. Can I uh, uh, I'll, I'll give this a silver.
0: All right. Next next ep what was your
2: speed run <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> next up like it used to by scrow I love Scrow. Uh Scrow sad music to dance slash cry to and also a YouTuber. Uh I actually found Scrow on TikTok because I'm a little TikToker uh until it gets Possibly banned from the United States. Thank you, the Republican Party, for ruining everything for everyone all the time. I
1: just want to say that more military secrets have leaked on the World of Tanks forums than on TikTok. I just want to point that out for everybody. That is true. Uh, Just big corporations lobbying the government to get rid of TikTok because it makes too much money and Americans can't have any of it. So sad.
5: World of Tanks a video game? Yes. Yeah. And there's just a bunch of info on. It's a
1: World of Tanks, Josh. (laughs) I don't know how more. <laughs> I can get. I just,
5: like, <laughs> it's a world, and it's got tanks. <laughs> Shout out! And they world know what tanks. they want. Please yeah, military secrets. That's First what they want. They want government secrets.
0: Scro is an excellent musician. This EP. I think it's an EP, it's six songs, whatever. Fucking banger. I found Scroll Through face-to-face with Death. He was, he was like, uh, showing it off on TikTok. It has really cool guitars, uh, it has a super cool feature on it, um, all the production is really interesting. You've got like, you know, these like, soft sections with cool synths underneath, and like, uh, the way that the vocals are filtered is super cool, uh, and then it just busts out into this super, like, big track uh with screams and more synths and i absolutely adore the sound i think it's really interesting to the whole sad music to dance slash cry to vibe Um, there's a lot of music that kind of toes this line a little bit but i think he takes it a little bit further with adding excellent guitar riffs um cool like, instrumentals just in general. All of this was really, really interesting to me. Obviously, Face to Face with Death is my favorite, but Stuck in Motion is great. A Little Too Quiet is also really great. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give it a gold. Loved this EP. Really, really cool stuff. Very, very excited to see, you know, where he takes this stuff next. Definitely one to keep looking out for. Um, Jackson.
4: (laughs) Cybergrind?
0: Not Cybergrind.
4: Cybergrind. Cybergrind. Yeah, hell yeah, Cybergrind Silver Mill. <laughs> Thank you Jackson. <laughs> a skill strong
5: Cybergrind. Every Cybergrind song needs a gold. That's the Cybergrind guarantee.
4: For me,
2: uh favorite song on the record, I will use that to start because it was just so different. Uh Soyo Kaze felt like something off a Tron record, uh, which was f- Fucking awesome! Little too quiet was really really good. Uh, Metamorphine was really good. I did not expect to like this album because I don't like things with tinges of hyperpop all that much. Not really for me. Uh, And I really enjoyed that there were like chani guitar riffs in there. That there was a lot of attention to the instrumentals. Uh, The whole record vibed. I just was very very pleasantly surprised. So it's gonna get a a nice hot gold. Thank you for the Chon riffs. Uh, Collab with Mario Camarena and I'll be
0: happy. Honestly i agree that would be sick as hell it would be um, cool kevin
3: i dig it um guitar music kind of in this way surprisingly is like either yes or no for me which is weird because it's like i love chon like and you all know, bringing up chon because i think some of these riffs and vibes were very chon like and then some of it is like instagram guitar stuff which i'm like not really cool with not like that it's bad but it's just like never really vibed with me but i think overall like this project did more things right than not even necessarily wrong, but more things good for me than stuff that I dislike. So I'm gonna put it top silver. Really cool stuff. I'll pay attention to it, like for more music in the future. All right. And Josh.
5: Yeah, I, I've i been a fan of Scrow for um I feel like a, at least a year. I don't know when he actually started releasing music, but I uh and also I don't know how the fuck I found him, to be honest. I I have absolutely no idea. I just remember uh, playing music on my phone. I think he just auto-played on one of those playlists I was listening to, like the For You thing that Spotify does. And I heard, I think the first song I heard was A Little Too Quiet. And I was like, holy shit, these riffs are fucking crazy. Like the, the, the Chon-like guitar riffs are fucking awesome. The way he um layers them, like he harmonizes his, his guitar uh, like someone would do to vocals. And people don't, and he does it like 100% of the time. Like people usually don't do that. I, I think that's really cool. I think it's very specific to the style of this music, the the whole EP. I think it works really well. I love every, I I, I love the hyper pop vibes. Every time they like have that like a uh, stuttery, glitchy shit, the screams on face to face with death were fucking awesome. Whole album was sick. I wasn't actually huge on the last song it was just instrumental but it it was a vibe it was a vibe i would give it a gold star i, I this this was a fucking amazing uh ep
0: Encore gold star <laughs> gold star baby definitely it's not allowed, allowed, not allowed.
5: <laughs> oh fuck gold medal my bad my brain shut off gold medal
0: for sure all right that was like it used to by scrow very excellent uh moving on muted earth by Via Luna. Let's fucking go! Luna, American instrumental post-rock slash math rock band from Kansas City. Oh, that's interesting i love reading notes this is fun uh all the art from previous the previous eps uh fits together to make a cool deer head of like a bunch of different oh, colors that's nice. cool i like
3: that well, i see now that at least
0: that, that is idea really cool. is gold I'll, yeah
1: i'll post it in the chat in a second
0: that's dope as hell this one I don't was think you've suggested ever seen do that. yeah this one was suggested by keely i believe yeah um i am a known instrumental hater. Uh, (laughs) I either absolutely love instrumentals or I despise them and feel like having no vocals takes away from uh, the music for me. However, this is a case where I actually really, really enjoyed this. Uh, It was a super cool cool record. There's a lot of like cool guitar lines. I like the twinkly stuff. Like uh, some of the drum beats are really excellent as well. I listened to this one Mm, almost more than all the other like EPs and records that we listened to this week. Um, Cause it's just really good to put on uh, and just vibe to like, it's, it's good to like, if you're like playing games or fucking working or any of that shit, but it's also good to enjoy like on its own as one full experience. I love albums that feel like that when you can start with the first song and listen all the way to the end. And if it starts looping, <laughs> it doesn't get tiring basically is my point. Yeah, Jackson, I know. Albums, when you start them at the beginning, they go to the end. That's how music works, okay? Let me cook, all right? I'm stewing on something big I do
4: like it when I can finish an album, too.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this was really good. Um, I think I would actually go ahead and give this one a gold as well. A lot of gold's coming for me uh, for this week, surprisingly. I liked this a lot. I will keep listening to this. This is definitely going on my... um, I keep, like, a big playlist of shit that gets dropped every year so that I can easily, like, go through and rate things and listen to things that came out that year and keep, like, familiarizing myself with it. So that's definitely going on that playlist. Uh, And it's super cool, and I like it. And I'd like to pass it off to Keely actually.
2: Yeah. Um, So I've been following Via Luna since, like, 2014 uh, with their first EP, Common Clear. Uh, Longtime fan of what they do. Uh, I am obviously the resident uh, math rock instrumentalist of the podcast. So anytime these kind of records come in my uh, line of sight, I punish Jake in the DMs until Jake says okay and puts it on to appease me.
1: I didn't listen to uh, this.
2: <laughs> of course you got Jake. Jake. <laughs> um, I thought this was a phenomenal record. It, it caught me by surprise. I didn't know they had music coming, to be honest. I didn't see any of the singles when they released Um, and I was just super pleasantly surprised. The opening track is incredible, has a really cool intro. Uh, son of Jeff has some really cool parts. Um, they wear their influences on their sleeve in a really neat way. And I hear a lot of math rock bands that I don't hear people copying very much and they don't just copy it. Like they just take those influences and make it their own. Uh, error message, son of Jeff, infinite spice, uh, with Greg power comes Greg responsibility. Literally every song on this record is like, uh, is is a 10 for me. Uh, I really, really enjoyed that they took their time with this. Uh, and I'm very excited to see what the future holds for Via Luna. Hopefully, if they tour, please come and record in my house so I can watch you to myself. That'd be awesome. Big gold, big 60,000, (laughs) 80,000, uh, whatever number makes Jacobs
0: at gold. Not allowed. Uh... Uh, <laughs> Josh, you can go ahead.
5: Okay, I thought the drums on this album were fucking amazing. Really good fucking drums. Uh, not disappointed at any point. 10 out of 10 drums, whole album. I like the math rock vibes. I'm not huge on instrumentals. I agree that having vocals makes things just fit better for me, but you can vibe out to instrumental stuff. Like You can just kind of absorb the, the instruments a lot better obviously, without vocals. But uh, let me see what else I wrote. I just know I really like those drums.
1: That's a great review of an instrumental album. You just can really hear the instruments on this one.
5: You can really hear the instruments. They're playing the whole time actually they don't stop as far as i can remember except for between the songs which is uncommon for instrumental bands i think that's pretty much all i had to say i, I really like the math rocky stuff and i lo- love the drums gold medal sixty thousand gold medals <laughs> it was a vibe for sure i'll i will come back and listen to this it's it's good
3: and uh kevin um i kind of feel the same way that i felt about the last one about this one really cool stuff you know a lot of technically proficient sounding music and i enjoyed listening to it so i'm just gonna go with this over nothing really overly specific to say other than it's good you know i think for fans of like this genre that haven't heard of the band should listen to it for sure it's a definite one of those like good enough to recommend even if i don't like it type things which i think is another kind of like level of positivity to give so based for based
0: and to round it off Jackson,
4: you know, I kind of wish you guys were here when we reviewed the uh, Cusco album last year. I love
0: Cusco
4: because I tried to do this with uh, Jake and Casey, and they just (laughs) had nothing to say. Jake's like, wow, cool, there's no
1: wiggly air. What do you want from me? Like, what am I supposed to talk about?
2: Hey, Cusco's from my city, so I don't appreciate it, Jake.
4: Well, I mean, I carried that funny. review.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, like you carry every review. That's the one review you've carried, motherfucker. That's your one gold carrying, medal of honor. I'm hey, carrying this one Space too.
2: Gorilla. We should talk about Catastrophizing by Space Corolla. Oh, uh, yeah, I like dying. that album.
4: <laughs> I'm just kidding but I like, uh, This is very good A very good vibe um, I, We wish that there would be one math rock uh, Instrumental band that did not have like The twinkly guitars Maybe one day he'll be like Heavier stuff than that but Until that day comes this is a gold for me
0: Great album, great review uh, Time to move on Some little different Little, little album called Post American by M.S. Paint MS Paint is a punk, post punk industrial band from Hattiesburg, Mississippi, featuring Ian Shelton of Military Gun. Military Gun. Military Gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On Delete It, the song Delete It, uh, and also featuring Pierce Jordan of Soul Glow on Decapitated Reality, which apparently is not credited on Spotify.
3: Yeah, no.
0: Um, <laughs> Jake said, Digimon ass album art, it goes hard. And I agree. Yep. That album art is sick. Oh, sorry, Kevin. Did I cut you off?
3: No, you're good. I was just okay. agreeing. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> uh, this album rips. This is my certified album of the week. Uh this is so good. I would almost consider this like new metal, uh, in the way that a lot of the instrumentation and like vocal stuff goes uh and it's so fucking good everything about this record is great um i specifically loved uh titan of hope that song absolutely rips bangs this shit is so you did good that as
2: a single
0: oh who cares i didn't listen to the <laughs> singles bitch it was fucking this is the first time i've even we reviewed,
2: heard it we did we reviewed, reviewed it here I review that single here did yeah. i we are did you sure
0: rope. oh yes girl Oh, well, when you listen to that much music, Aye. it floats away. Very, very good. This whole record's very, very good. I-, I don't know. I don't know what else to say except that. It's fucking great. I love every song. I enjoyed listening to this quite a bit. I will be listening to this more since it is my favorite release of the week. And um, fuck you, Keeley, uh gold medal. Uh yeah. <laughs> Kevin. <laughs>
3: Yeah, um, I'm going to echo that actually. It's also my favorite release of the week. I think it barely edged out, well, not barely, but kind of, not not moderately, but not barely. It edged it out. I, I, don't even, I didn't even need a modifier, but I gave it two modifiers to cancel themselves out to say that it beat out <laughs> the Gex album. <laughs> anyway back on course i really did like it i was surprised um i did read the pitchfork review before i listened to it because i like reading pitchfork reviews not necessarily to like actually actively guide my listening but just to see how other people feel and to get like background and shit um so i saw that they were like oh this album has no guitars on it and i was like oh i thought this was a guitar album and then oh, i listened to it and i'm what? like yes yeah it's all sent and i'm just like <laughs> rules Fuck yeah so yeah i really liked it a lot i only to it once Holy but shit. i'm like i gotta listen to it again like i'm gonna go back to it for sure i think it's gonna be one of those albums that kind of rolls with me through like the warm season so yeah very good gold for sure gold medal and definitely my favorite like that we've talked about so far
4: uh jackson uh this is also my release of the week a definite gold for me
0: thank you jackson <laughs> is that <laughs> it
4: hey but you Sometimes have like that.
1: Jackson, you have nothing else to say. Oh, I really
5: like this album. I'm not a huge fan of punk. I think this album was really good. I think the weakest part of it was the vocals though because they're really repetitive to me personally and I'm just not that's just not my thing. I know some people really like that, but if I heard like more movement of notes in the yelling, I would have been a lot more interested. Uh the instruments instrumentation was fucking amazing. I think if there was more interesting vocals, I would have I would have rated it a gold. It's a it's a very close to gold silver. I feel bad about dropping dropping that. Fucked it all up. I'm sorry. (laughs) I I feel awful (laughs) about that. It was good music though. And the the vocalist voice is fucking great. Like to be fair, like I say, it's like the weakest part for me. But the the vocals are fucking amazing. I just want more movement, some different like like less repetitiveness is is what I would 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 want um it kind of made a lot of the songs end up sounding the same to me uh just because of the vocals when i know the instrumentation was completely different on every song i did write down that the production on this album despite being a punk album was better than the miley cyrus album which is a pop <laughs> album and pop albums are notorious for costing hundreds of thousands of dollars to produce so that's a thing
2: a <laughs> fair thing
5: that's a fair thing uh i think it's wild how good the production is on this album for being punk just because it sounds good
0: doesn't mean it's bad production well i've yeah. heard a
5: lot of punk bands that just have uh lower quality production it doesn't mean they're bad but i was surprised i was pleasantly surprised about how good this this album did sound
3: i think you get more production value or production thought in post-punk albums like post-punk. they're generally yeah what's the difference like, between
5: yeah. punk and post-punk
3: it's kind of like at least to me i mean i like i don't know i'm not like, like the best drunk no i don't know i read wikipedia a lot <laughs> it's like punk ideals. i mean it's like post-hardcore like where it's like it's based in something but then you do some things to like push it to the next level so it's just like kind of like old school like the clash or like you know the Ramones, that era of punk and then okay. you know, you push it through like synths or you push it towards a pop way with, like, clean sheen instead of gritty guitars or whatever. Would you say
5: Glassjaw is post-punk-ish?
3: You could say it. I I mean, post-hardcore still for me since they were, like, you know, NY hardcore, like, at their start, and then they started, like, changing it. So post-hardcore for me. But, like, post-punk is very wide just like post-hardcore is, at least to me.
5: Okay. Well, I do give this album a silver. I'm sorry, but... It's it was good. It was really good. I liked it. Can I can I put an idea forward to the pod?
1: Maybe we adjust our certified banger system. Maybe like an album has to get at least three golds or something to to be considered. Yeah,
5: yeah I feel like I feel like with more people it's harder to get the certified banger. Yeah, so I feel like special, that's fair. Though. I would say that this is a banger. I don't want to give it a gold though. Yeah,
1: Ivy it does make <laughs> it special, but it also somewhat makes it unfair. I feel because you know, I mean, like two of you, oh, this is this is silly shit to be talking about. To be fair, but <laughs> it's like it's like two of you gave it like your release of the week. I I think you know yeah. it's a certified me repeat banger. The sound Dude, it before I even it's get to the get release my...
2: of
5: the week for multiple. People, that's that's worth the certified banger. If
6: wait, Keely, have you not saying... done it yet?
2: No, no.
5: God damn it, I'm <laughs> high. <up> next. Okay,
0: <laughs> Keely, go ahead and give your review.
2: Uh, I'll keep it short and sweet. Uh, Information, the second it started, sold me on the entire record. What a fucking banger intro track. Uh, Acid rules, Delete It rules, S3 rules, uh, Free From the Sun rules, Titan of Hope was fucking awesome. Uh, I feel bad in our last review for Titan of Hope when I said that it was death gripsy because the entire album like shows that influence but takes away from it just being like a death gripsy thing. Uh thank you so much Ms Paint. This album fucking rocks. This is up there in my my album of the year list for sure. Yeah,
5: yeah. see this is a this is a certified banger. Give it the certified yeah, banger. Yeah. I'll, All I'll, right, bum, I'll even bump my way up to
2: gold just yes, for Yes, absolute gold. Mm, okay.
5: Yeah. The the sound cues played at some point in the last 5 minutes so. <laughs> <laughs> also learning that no guitars were used on this is a mind fuck so just on that alone i let's let's bump it up to gold i okay i'll give it that
3: all reversed let's go
0: (laughs) a certified mutant puke banger shout out ms paint uh so good moving on keeping it rolling with periphery p5 gent is not a genre Periphery, an American progressive metal band formed in Washington, D.C. in 2005. They are considered one of the pioneers of the gent movement within progressive metal. Misha, Bulb, Menor confirms Zagreus was inspired by the award-winning indie video game Hades as the song is named after the game's protagonist from Greek mythology and features a reference to the game's death le motif. Interesting album. Uh, I generally really like periphery i think p2 p3 are great p4 is what got me into them so i will always love that album even if some of the other fans don't like it as much fuck you keely periphery's great uh this album didn't really hit for me though particularly i thought it was good i thought it was fun but towards the end all the songs felt way too long didn't mix up as much as some of their other longer tracks and it just kind of got a little boring So because of that, I'd probably have to give it, mm, I think I'm going to give it a bronze. I wasn't super in love with this. Uh, There's definitely some cool stuff. Always love their vocalist. He's very talented. The riffs and stuff are usually enough to keep me pretty entertained as well. Um, this record just fell a little bit flat and struggled to keep my attention. So with that, I'm going to go ahead and pass it to Fuck It, Keely.
2: Oh, good. I was about to say, after you talk all that shit about me, I'll uh, shit back at you.
0: <laughs> um, Die hard early periphery
2: fan, uh, P1, P2 were vital in my growing and learning to be a shithead proggy musician album title is 10 out of 10 it's fucking hysterical uh gent is not a genre being that they built all of this world up they're having their joker moment good for them um (laughs) uh, with that being said quite a snooze fest on this record uh i had a harder time finding things that were highlights um i think wax wings had some definitive moments i think wildfire has the jazzy part that really stands out and is cool and neat uh zagrius was a boring single and not my first choice for a single i'm gonna have to say that the reason i didn't like this record as much is because it reminds me a lot of p3 and i think that album is uh in the words of my favorite ronald mcdonald uh gif uh mid uh, <laughs> <sorry>. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna give this one a uh, a firm bronze. You don't understand. I'll send it. It's fine. You'll understand soon.
6: (laughs) Right,
4: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Jackson. I mean, I've never really been a big fan. I've I've definitely seen them live. I thought it was okay. You know, I thought the latter half was better than the first half. You know, definitely the 12-minute songs were a bit much. But I'll probably give it a bronze.
0: Wait, uh, Keely, did you rate this? yes i gave it a bronze okay i forgot i forgore.
4: definitely uh, <laughs> uh, better than their cover of a uh, fortunate son oof. i will say that oof. oof is right
3: kevin yeah i'm just gonna keep that bronze train rolling because this bad boy was worse than the sum of its parts or however like however you reverse that phrase because like <laughs> there were so many things that were like cool I'm like, yeah, this was tight for like a minute. And then it did everything else. And I'm like, I don't care anymore. So, yeah, I couldn't really just like lock anything down. That was just like so definitively, I don't know, worth my time, especially for it being an hour long. I'm like, come on, like you probably gave me like, I would say a good 15 minutes of like, yeah, so that, that's not a good ratio. Not not that it's terrible, but just nothing I really need to go back to for the amount of time I spent with it. Big old bronze,
0: big old bronze, and Josh. Okay, so um,
5: I wanted to give it a silver, but I almost want to give it a bronze, just because. Yeah, the, the, i didn't like the last half of the entire album at all it was just kind of okay like there's nothing i can say through the last half of the album like, the last four songs were just like they, they weren't bad production was really good on every song the first song i feel like was pretty strong i liked that they had that like jazz piano saxophone <laughs> shit that was pretty cool i wasn't expecting that at all i haven't really listened to periphery that much so i don't know really what their other music's like but. Coming from someone who hasn't listened to Periphery, I thought it was pretty, pretty good. Uh, the end of the second song, I swear to God, is like a straight rip off of the the Sony Spider-Man movie theme.
4: <laughs>
5: I don't know if anybody else vibes with that that opinion. Like Spider-Man, I didn't but... listen. He didn't. You didn't listen to the album. <laughs> I listened
1: to a few songs. I
5: listened to Zagreus
1: because it's named after the Hades character. Okay. (laughs) That would be why it's a single.
5: (laughs) I thought Wax Wings was the strongest song on the whole album, despite being like seven and a half minutes, which is like really pushing it for song length. I I don't really like 12 or 11 minute long songs. Uh, I just can't. I can't. I don't know it just it's not my thing I'd rather have them split into two songs and listen to them separately I just feel like it would be better that way because there's so much different stuff that you can fit into a 12 minute song I'd rather listen to two six minute songs Wax Swings was really good chorus was catchy as fuck but that's like the best thing I can say I I would say bronze metal I was like torn between bronze and silver but you
2: wanted to be nicer about it so bad
5: (laughs) I wanted to be nicer about it but I'm not a fan of long songs and the whole last half of the album was really fucking long the last three songs were just so were so long
0: i think um i think periphery's like done well making long songs in the past but yeah i would agree these those last like three songs an absolute slog to get through for me and yeah i am not surprised that the bronze train kept rolling and as it leaves the station it brings us to our last review hold on
1: hold on i have one i have one meme first of all keely (laughs) i'll fight you cuff. Yeah, yeah be prepared yeah get ready right, you you destroy up. Me. i just know you destroy me Where's anyway, the McDonald's <laughs> um the me and jackson actually saw periphery live i think you mentioned it jackson they were touring yeah. with fucking dance gavin dance which is a weird combo yeah. but anyway no. i like
4: man uh bear what? man bear pig <laughs> what
1: the fuck the are one you
4: band, got? wolf wolf and bear
1: Okay, well anyway, the the little guy that's in the band, Misha, he's like shorter. Claudia Ooh. Claudia my girlfriend <laughs> she <laughs> almost hit him <laughs> with her car. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I I don't know. I may be misremembering, but I just remember like I was like, "Hey, babe." And then she had to stop real quick. Um maybe yeah. Uh but yeah, there he was, just that little guy in a jumpsuit. <laughs> <laughs>
4: It got... I got like a little Michael Myers
1: <laughs> But go on uh, Ivy go. Sorry.
4: <laughs> Well What
0: I was actually going to say is uh, From moving on to our final Album review of the episode uh, mm-hmm. 10,000 Gex by 100 gecks. <laughs> There are a lot of notes here, Jake. Uh, Oh, God. Not going to read all them. I can Um, read them if you want. I'm sorry that happened to you or good for you. Uh, I think you should introduce it because... You, yeah. uh, this is the one you are going to review for the episode. Yeah,
1: I'm gonna do a little review here, um, just because it's something I'm really excited about. 100 Gex is an American hyper pop duo formed in 2015 that consists of Dylan Brady and Laura Les. The origin of the name 100 Gex is disputed, as Brady and Les have given varying and contradictory explanations in interviews. Laura and Dylan perf- performed a breakout. DJ set together for the 2019 Minecraft Fire Festival. Following that collaboration, they continued to work on songs and released their debut album A Thousand Gecks on May 31st, 2019 to positive reviews. Laura Less has cited being transgender as contributing to her exploration of different singing styles including pitched-up nightcore-style vocals, which she once used almost exclusively in her music due to her experiences with the voice dysphoria. However, in 2021, in a 2021 Pitchfork interview, she revealed she had begun taking vocal lessons and recording new 100 Gex music with unpitched vocals, saying, as I've been exploring my voice more, I'm like, I can do this. I don't know. You, You can hosted for me
0: <laughs> i mean <laughs> i mean do you want to go ahead and give your review i'll give it last okay all right we'll save jake for last i can, I can go, go and fight me
5: lower. i don't know a lot uh, the <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah jackson do you want to start it off you seem uh, to be uh ready ready to go yeah, I, can, ready. I can go at a different time it's fine
4: uh never liked this band never cared for it um this is better than avenge sevenfold so i'm not going to give it a participation i'll give it a bronze instead
0: wrong start (laughs) jesus uh kevin amazing
3: (laughs) all right um yeah i liked it i'm a gex fan i liked a thousand gex i think i like a thousand gex more than ten thousand so far but you know i'm gonna give myself some more time with it i think i only listened to it a couple times but intro track though fucking banger like right out the gate super happy with it the sky influence is cool i'm surprised to hear so much of it through the record i feel like Glad the guitars are kind of a little bit more focused this time because I think those big guitars, big beat tracks that they've had in the past are always their best, um, at least for me. Um, It's very sleigh bells type of vibe, and I think they deserve better. So, if we're getting that through 100x, I'm down. Um, But yeah, it's a great record. Definitely was close to being the best record, and then I listened to MS Paint today and ruined that. So, oh dang, yeah, that's that MS Paint. (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I mean, shout out to both. Like they're both like my favorite releases of uh of the week. So gold Very record. Different music too. Or gold album, excuse me. Or gold, whoa, metal. I can't talk. This is what happens when you talk for a long
1: That's time. That's a long episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All gold metal,
3: world. thousand gecks. ten thousand gex. Twenty thousand gex. Hundred thousand gex, Too many gecks. Right. <laughs> too many gecks. Let's talk to Keely
0: next.
2: Yeah, let's go, baby. Let's go. Uh, This is a fucking shit sandwich of an (laughs) album. I'll fucking tell you what. (laughs) Uh, uh, Okay, with that funny bit out of the way. uh, Yeah, I have a lot of hot takes about music. Um, I know very many of my friends, in fact, most of, a majority of, are big 100 Gex fans and are going to be upset. Uh, but they also know that I don't like 100 Gex. Uh, how are you going to put 757, Billy Nose Jamie, and $1 million, three like undeniably like mutant puke gold banger-ass tracks on an album full of actual garbage? Uh, Frog on the Floor is like a Nickelodeon rock and roll bop. Uh, the Most Wanted in the United States is also like a Nickelodeon rock bop. Uh, <laughs> Doritos and Fritos has Potential. Dumbest Girl Alive, I really hated uh, off RIP. I haven't gone back to it since. Uh, just why you got to do me like this, 100 Gex? Why you got to do Billy Nose, Jamie and $1 million in the middle? These songs were unreal. I was hooked. I was back on board. I was like, maybe I don't hate 100 Gex. And then the rest of the album went, and I was just like, never mind. Uh, I will return to those two songs. Uh, participation Trophy. Um, yeah, please, please. the Please. Please, God, <laughs> make it stop
5: wait did you you didn't like me 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 i hated it (laughs) i
3: yeah that song's not that greatest i'm not gonna lie
5: (laughs) i like that song i think it i think that one goes when frog
2: on the floor started i genuinely thought i was being punked i did not okay i can agree
5: with a real album i was i was upset about frog on the floor
3: The way they layered the frog in though i'm just gonna i I thought it was hard kevin Kevin is spitting so
1: just factual truth right now
3: the other the other
2: big complaint that i had before i passed the baton is i got my tooth removed if i heard one more comedy (laughs) boyoing sample or anything uh, i was i was gonna write them a personal letter and and like last time i made the joke about a pipe bomb in my mailbox it's gonna be like 10 pipe bombs in my fucking mailbox (laughs) uh i can't wait to never listen to this album
3: minus two songs again Uh, i can't even be mad (laughs) like you if you're such a strong hater you cannot even be mad at.
5: yeah i'm not even i'm not even upset i respect i respect these hot (laughs) takes i think i think the hot takes from uh keely and ivy whenever they give hot takes are my favorite things about this podcast
0: uh, yeah it's been a running theme with a lot of people actually (laughs) it's
5: so fucking good
0: uh all right josh go ahead and uh tell us what you
5: thought so i really liked the first three songs despite keely not liking dumbest girl alive i did like it i didn't really like the i like the instrumental and the the melodies of it the lyrics eh, i don't really know what the song is necessarily about i know a lot of their lyrics are meme meme shit so I, i guess it doesn't really matter but the first three songs went hard for me i think the fact that the first song started with the thx logo was one of the funniest fucking ways to start out an album that
2: rules i'll, uh, I'll, give, I'll give props that rules <laughs> that
5: was fucking hilarious i didn't expect that i just heard it and i was like that's a, that's the fucking thx logo they're gonna get sued fuck <laughs> but uh frog on the floor was garbage i i do give it comedic value <laughs> i'm not a huge fan of ska i think ska is one of my least favorite genres Weak-minded next to country individuals and in ska oh my god uh,
2: jake oh my ska's cool. bad you got <laughs> to you got to swallow the dog me.
5: because like ska it's just the off beats it's like it's like a rip off of um uh pick it up reggae ska is just like reggae ripoff. off from I mean, fact trying to be punk
3: it, it came from from reggae yeah like... but
5: i don't i don't know the deets but um i do like reggae more than ska weirdly and i don't know why <laughs> But uh, I'm just not a fan of ska.
6: Guess we so uh, the,
5: scrap the frog on the floor and I got my tooth removed
6: <laughs> <laughs> were the weakest songs
5: for me on this album. I thought Doritos and Fritos was funny as fuck. They said like something about uh, Danny DeVito. So doing so- eating a burrito with Danny DeVito and like I'm going to the circus, I'm going berserkus. It, it
2: could have been a fucking Terramello song, but instead it was a hundred geck song.
5: <laughs> I thought it was a good song. I liked the fact that they were doing weird, like harmonic guitar stuff that was like, dissonant it was like beep boop boo, boop 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 boo. is doing Isn't something that the like one that with, like the
3: gnarly bass tone
5: I, yes i don't know was it yeah
3: i think it is because that, that was my favorite part of that song Everything i think that was my like favorite
5: that. song on the album to be actually 757 maybe
3: yeah that one's a good one too
5: it's it's between those two i really like those i didn't like one million dollars just because it was what
2: i want to fist fight somebody to that
5: song that shit rules i mean the instrumental was good. I don't like the fact that I, I thought it was funny that they used the TikTok voice. I I did like that.
3: That was actually yeah. That was funny.
2: Million.
5: But, uh, Billy knows Jamie was a fucking banger. Cybergrind. We did not expect it to go as hard. Cybergrind. as Cybergrind. It, it went cybergrind. 100 Gex officially
2: said cybergrind.
5: The most wanted person in the United States. And eh. I did like me 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 though. Uh, I give it I give it a silver.
0: All, All right. It's time we Have made you a it to the it, moment. <laughs> Not yet. That's what I'm... The- <laughs> oh. oh, boy. Oh, boy. Rev up those
3: haters. <laughs> Rev up like those it?
0: haters. <laughs> Crabs. <laughs> yeah, if Keeley thought this was a big shit sandwich, I'm going to say we were served a big old platter of shit, and I had to ask the I'm chef personally myself. to meet me out back. <laughs> I fucking hated this. I love 100 x too. I thought... Their last album was really, really good. I listened to it a shit ton. I fucking hated this. I hated everything about this goddamn album. There's not... Like, I can't even pick out a single moment from a single song that I thought was good. Like, yeah, I guess the funny bits are funny, haha. But genuinely, like, I don't know. The whole thing was just chock full of shit that was annoying to me. And, like...
2: Please sample us hundred Gex. Please God, please find this somewhere on the internet. Yeah, oh,
0: <laughs> yeah whatever. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> fucking take you know this fucking hater cool, shit review. Be, oh God, I I hated it. I hated everything about it. I thought Doritos and Fritos was the dumbest fucking song I've ever heard. One million dollars was so annoying. I had to skip it because uh, I just did not like anything about it. Seven fifty seven made me sigh audibly. Hollywood Baby was okay, I guess. Uh, that was yeah. a single, right? We I talked about so. it last week. That's, that one gave it time. a gold. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's the only song I like, I guess. Um, <laughs> On the whole album? Well, I went back and listened to the full thing. Last week, I skipped through it because it was added la- last minute. And um, yeah, I thought it sounded more like the Laura Less Solo stuff. Going back and listening to it, I thought the guitar parts were boring and repetitive. And generally, the vocals were kind of jarring and annoying. I hate... Absolutely. My least favorite on the entire album is I Got My Tooth Removed. Oh, yeah. I I am 100% for ska. I think ska is a cool genre. I think there are a lot of bands doing cool-ass shit in ska. One of my favorite concerts I've ever been to is a Streetlight Manifesto show. I love ska music. I fucking hate the ska on this. It's annoying. It sounds like... It it actually sounds like the meme of the fucking plate-spinning... With the fucking mozzarella sticks on it. it, it <laughs> they saw that and they said, we're going to make a whole album like that and fuck you. And I, I did see like someone say something about it is kind of funny that they took all this label money and then made this goofy ass album. So I will give them props on that. Shout out for spending a fuck ton of label money to get all of these samples and make a goofy ass album. That's oh, yeah, yeah. very funny. There's a and, fucking
1: uh, Star Wars laser blast sample <laughs> in there. <laughs> uh, Wait, where? It's on the back part of 757 Laura's part. I think I uh, didn't
5: even hear it. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, I'll give I'll give them that. That's funny as hell. Uh, keep spending label money. That shit rules. However, big old poo-poo platter participation trophy. I genuinely never want to listen to this again. I, I, right. I instead spent my time listening to. A, uh, a good hyper pop album that I found uh, called Music 2 and it's great and it knocks this poopy shit out of the water you know what
2: is cool though they use the fucking tactical nuke sample uh from yeah. Call of Duty and 757 <laughs> and that's funny <funniest> as <laughs> shit. I'll, I'll, I'll take away my own hater card at that point just to feel like that fucking
0: rule so that was hilarious I, I'll give them the memes like I said that it's funny as hell like if you're gonna if you're gonna really like double down on it, and use all these samples and like spend a shit ton of money getting the licensing for all these samples. Like good on you. It's a good way to use it. I just personally, for my own listening experience, I, I don't like it. It's funny, but musically I just don't enjoy it. I don't, I have no interest in listening to this album again.
5: So you're telling me they paid for the THX logo sample? Yeah, yes. absolutely. Holy shit! I wonder it, how much that cost.
1: Okay, costs. okay, you bastards. Let me talk about this album.
2: Yeah,
5: I want Jake's to Before you,
3: before you like actually praise it, I have one more hater thing to okay, do. I've even though it. I gave it a gold, <laughs> you know, like I still gave it a gold, and I stand by the gold. Yeah, but um, it's definitely a sophomore slump type thing for me. Like I feel like everything like that y'all were saying that you hated about it, like I would agree with in. A way of like everything feels like okay you got on a major and now everybody fucks with you and you have to do like x y and z to create a gex album and i feel like that's what happened here it just happened so happened that i enjoyed it but like it was just very like oh you gotta do this fucking wild ass song oh you gotta do this meme you gotta say this shit and like you know do this most definitely you know yeah. there it's were a lot like...
2: of expectations on this record for sure
3: yeah So it wasn't as like jovial or as like rando, like true rando as like a thousand gecks was like having, you know, all those just off the wall ideas come together to make that record. This one was like, okay, well, we're going to make you have off the wall ideas and you're going to put them all together to do something that everybody is looking forward to versus like oh you found this on tiktok or some shit
0: yeah that's a good way to put it all right okay here comes the dick rider okay
1: dick F- first of all <laughs> fuck you i do have actual <laughs> criticism uh i just don't have bullshit criticism like the rest of you bastards let me just say i love 100 gex i'm a fake hyper fan i only like 100 gex i don't listen to any other hyper um, Typical Makey
2: Jakey.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There was a conversation recently on on Ivy's Discord about how I channeled the mid through. So you may this could just be that. Um, but I fucking love this record. I love everything about. Well, okay, let's be, let's be real. I'm maybe being a little more positive to counteract the negativity here. But I I love dumbest girl alive. The Th- THX intro is like so. It's so fucking funny, and I'm so surprised. I mean, maybe it's been done before, but it's such a funny start to an album. Um, And Dumbest Girl Alive itself is such a strong album opener. I'm glad they saved it. Uh, One of my gripes about this album is that they made Me, Me, Me a fucking the first single for the record. It's the last song on the album. That's a weird choice, in my opinion. Um, Yeah, I
5: feel like they could have done a different song easily. Like, 757 should have been what they released.
1: Yeah, even if they still released it as first single, just don't make it the last song. It's weird. But anyway, 757, I agree. It's a fantastic song. The ending part with Interior Gas Station McDonald's goes so fucking hard. That's
5: funny shit. (laughs) Yeah,
1: Yeah, I love... I find that I think Laura is a stronger, like, I mean, I don't know how they do their writing. I'm kind of just assuming they write what they're saying themselves. But it does feel like Laura's writing in general I prefer over Dylan's. It just feels a little a little better. I, d- I just don't know how to put it. But I, I do love Dylan's writing as well. The Hollywood Baby, it's the h- album highlight for me. It's a fantastic song. I love it. I It's stuck in my head perpetually. Frog on the floor. Fuck y'all. Fuck y'all. Frog on the floor goes <laughs> fucking hard, man. When you, when a, you posted he it on doesn't Twitter, know. I wanted to respond. And- he doesn't know what people think about. He doesn't yeah, know. Fro- He's a frog. Frog on the
2: floor was, it was good for like <laughs> two seconds when Laura kicks in and it's like the little like low indie break. And I was yeah, like, wow, was is great. this song about to turn around? And before I could finish the sentence, it went back to shit.
5: Well, yeah, just back to that squat part. Frog on the floor, something, some, some, some.
1: Well, it's basically Cotton I, Eye Joe.
5: <laughs>
6: it's,
1: yeah, it's like, where I did mean, the frog come itchy, from? I where guess. did he go? It's good. Is Jake
2: giving Cotton Eye Joe gold confirmed. Uh, yeah,
1: hello. The fact that uh, we all know it.
0: Uh, I mean, Certified Newton puke
1: banger. Uh, Doritos Joe. and Fritos, another single. Again, fuck all y'all. It's a fantastic song. It gives me the yeah, vibes of like of like falling asleep and like waking up in the middle of the night and just like seeing ads and and weird tv shows that you don't normally see i would do that a lot when i was a kid just try to sleep with the tv on for some reason i was like i I can only sleep with the tv on that's a lie i i can't sleep with the tv on but as a kid for some reason i wanted to think that and i would just have it on and see like i a lot of fever feverish dream-esque memories of me like watching fully Cooly and not understand what the fuck's going on. So that's that's oh, what that shows wild. That's a vibe
2: Jake is fucking clutching so hard onto this list of <laughs> albums that he wants to check in on us in five years about and be like, So, so <laughs> <is> good, right
1: <laughs> Billy knows Jamie. I this is not the one I would call Cybergrind. I'd call Diamond Skrull in the world Cybergrind uh, more than this. This, uh, this, this feels this more like the New fucking outro. This felt this like got that. yes, Limp Bizkit almost, like the riffs, anyway, felt a little limpish. Kid, the lyrical content, not so much.
5: Up until the end, the beginning was new metalish. Yeah, yeah, the I guess it does switch was up. heavy. Is that the cyber that outro, part? Yeah.
2: The outro that clips hard enough for the entire yeah. song yeah. <laughs> yeah. audio okay, to fair. drop out for a second yeah. and come back in yeah. is one of the hardest fucking things I've ever heard ever. Like, I it that, cuts yeah. all of the audio <laughs> back into a scream because it clips <laughs> that hard. That's hard as fuck. Like, yeah.
1: yeah, that was wild one million dollars it's one of those they have on a thousand gecks they had a lot of tracks like this where it just be kind of weird noises for a little bit for like 30 seconds
2: it's like a primus song in the middle too and that rules um
1: it's it's not my favorite but i i like it it's fun to listen to during the album but i don't think i'd ever like just listen to it on its own the most wanted person in the universe this is a song i have I'm having a very complicated relationship with, um, because for the most part I I really enjoy it, but there's these loud-ass boing noises during the song. They're like overwhelmingly loud, and they take me out of the song every time they appear. I, I like the boing noises. Can you just turn them down a little bit? God damn, <laughs> turn down the fucking boing noises. Like I yeah, it's like a, it's like a double-edged blade. The the hundred geeks like meme core sort of aesthetic because it's like. Uh, of double course of, of course yeah double edged <laughs> boing because of course 100 gecks would have these loud ass boing sounds like it's almost like if you change it it's not 100 gecks anymore it's also like shut the fuck up they're too loud anyway i got my tooth removed great song fucking love it uh it's so fun it's a ballad it's a ska song the ska energy on this album is is powerful is powerful i'll say that much and me 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 I feel like it works as a closer, even though I'm a little salty. It was the first single. I think it does work as a closer. And I think it's like an interesting sort of statement of like, there's no parasocial behavior to be had between, you know, Laura Les and Dylan Brady and the fans of 100 Gecks. Like, you won't get their personalities from this music. This is something fun. It's not like a deep. A deep passion project is kind of the statement I feel like I get, and plus, like their faces are covered on the album. I-, I think they are trying to lead into that uh sort of narrative. And one of the songs actually in like sort of a lull period, I can't remember which song it is, but you can hear like Laura in the background going me 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 me. Like I don't know why, but <laughs> it's like maybe uh foreshadowing this song or something. But I, I love this album. I don't give a fuck. It's twenty 29- nine. It's twenty six minutes short album, gang. Uh, you know. Know, powerhouse over here uh i can definitely see this being sort of like a team level album for me fucking love it big fan gold 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 maybe i think i'm am i the only gold kevin did you go gold
3: no, i golded yeah. it all
1: right yeah, kevin all right all right ivy close out this show
0: because this is gonna be a bitch to edit gold yeah gold. yeah it's fucking long as hell Producer whining and
2: complaining when he want to give a big, uh big dick ride session about uh, 100 GEX. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> hey, you
5: guys re- uh, reviewed Matt's song, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I give that a gold. Okay. Just, I just want to throw out there that was a good fucking song. Shout I'd never listened Matt. to Matt's music before, and I heard that, and now I'm gonna go and uh, listen through his other stuff uh, at work next week. Okay. Yeah. He thank will. You, Matt. He
0: will tell you personally <laughs> that it is very different. Uh, but I think Silver and Gold is still really, really great. So that's that's where I would start personally. Love that okay. Love that record. Anyways, yeah, thank you for listening. Thanks to yeah. Matt Burridge for our theme song. Uh, thanks to Kyle Culp for our artwork. Please consider following us and rating us five stars on Spotify, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. It helps us get out to more people, and it's super, super important. We appreciate every single one of you in the show notes you can find links to all of our twitter accounts if you want to follow us once again thank you so much for listening thanks everyone who's our for... guest ivy i was getting there asshole were you Shut the <laughs> fuck up keely <laughs> uh, thank you so much for the host for uh helping us we're out on this one and also podcast
1: being... over here <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: getting violent and uh, <laughs> being joined uh by josh fraser of uh properties of nature and the um properties of nature podcast uh Ooh. josh do you want to shout anything out uh while you're on the show yeah.
5: listen to listen to properties of nature listen to the podcast follow all our shit sorry i made this episode longer by by joining in <laughs> well thanks for
0: uh thanks for being here we love having you and Hell yeah it was uh, a fun time thanks again everybody and we'll see you whenever the fuck we have another episode okay goodbye bye